You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's really good? People, what's going on? Let's get this show on the road. Let's chop it up. Let's talk. Um, how everybody doing this weekend? Let's start there. Everybody, everybody that's coming in the chat room. I know a few people coming in. Listen, listen. Let me say this before people come in, and I'm gonna say it again. I'll probably say it ten times um today on this accountability Wednesday. I have a survey that I really, 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 really need you guys to fill out. I'm going to post it everywhere. Uh it takes you about Three minutes to do. I'm going to post it everywhere. Can you please fill out that survey? Let me explain what that survey is for. In an effort for me to offer you, to give you guys more, to give you guys more, I got to ask questions. I got to figure some things out and see how I can, I can shape this and mold this to give you guys more. All right. So I got some ideas that I'm thinking about doing, you know, now that I have the capability of this app, I got some ideas and things. There's some new features coming. There's some things that I'm working on. But to know that I'm doing the right thing, I need to ask y'all. So the same thing I, I teach y'all about beta clients and finding out what people want and me not assuming that you want whatever idea I come up with, I need to know how I can help you. So there's some questions on it, you know, some simple stuff, some pricing stuff. You know, I want to know... How, do you guys enjoy Beta Client Connect? Is it something I should continue to do? Do you guys, is it helping you? You know, how can I make it better? So in an effort to offer more and give you guys more, because, you know, we work hard. We work hard for the money. And I want to make sure that I can continue to help you guys grow with, with things that I may not, it may not be just me, you know, here talking, but other tools and things, you know, I want to make sure that I can offer you as much as I can offer you. And to do that, I need your input. So I, I'm not, I, you know, if you get time, it's real easy. You can even take it from your cell phone. You ain't got to be, it's, it's probably, uh, in fact, let me tell you, I'll tell you how many questions it is now. Do it tell me? Not a lot of questions. It's like 15 questions in total, something like that. But there's multiple choice. There are some places you can enter some stuff where I'm going to ask some questions. But I posted it in the room. If you can, please, please fill that bad boy out. Um, and when you go through it, you'll see you'll see some of the questions I'm asking and why I'm asking those questions. I think it's very important um, that I get that information from you guys so we can continue to make this thing jump. Um, I'm not going to say what they are because we're still working on some things, but there is a slew of new features coming. There will be an update to the app very soon. See, we just we, we only been out a month and we got new updates coming. So there's to be an update to the app soon um, and little things. But there's some big things coming down the line that we're working on. We're trying to implement. So if you log in and you see some new features, you know what it is. But, you know, that, more to come soon. More to come soon. But today is Accountability Wednesdays. And, of course, it's all about wins and losses. It's all about, uh, you know, wins and lessons. Did I say losses? We don't do losses here. We do lessons. We got some new faces. I like that. New faces in the building. And today is the day where we come together and we talk about our progress so that we can learn lessons together. We can share wins together. We can support each other. We can chop it up. 
And uh, we can have some fun and grow this business, man. That's what it's about. You grow, you know, what they say, iron sharpens iron. Well, we're here to, we here to get sharp. So let's do that. Um, let's talk about, uh, well, I'm not going to say I, uh, I'll start, but it wasn't much of a win. So I have a client. And I got a video coming. And you, you all may have seen a video I posted behind the scenes where I'm shooting headshots for, for one of my clients. Um, and it's Haverty's Furniture, which is a really big furniture store in the Southwest or South Midwest, South or whatever, just in the South. They everywhere. They in like ten different states. Very big company. And in this region, I cover their headshots. Um, and I got a video that I recorded uh last Monday when I went out and shot a headshot for them. Um, but it kind of explains how, you know, often they do 10, 20 people at a time. Sometimes they do one or two, but you got to do them one or two to get to 20. You know, if, if if a client call me and, you know, they're doing 20 headshots every two months, when they call me for two, I'm, I'm still there. I'm just as happy to be there because I know that this client, um, you know, book up, they book big headshots. And now they got something coming up later this year that is huge. It's probably like 50 people, um, 50 headshots. And I charge two fifty a headshot, so do the math on that. And I'm in and out. I can go through fifty people in two hours. Um, and I am using, I guess you can say AI to edit. So it's a real smooth, nice place to be um, when you have clients like that. But in the video, I talk about my process on how I go through the headshot, and then, of course, on the gold member or member version, I'm telling you exactly what I charge, how I break stuff down, the upsells everything. So you'll have that coming soon. Uh, my editors are, are currently working on that. So um, my win is I'm working on that content for you to show you how I go through headshots. I know we had a conversation last week um, about looks and things like that when I do headshots. How many looks do, do they get? How many looks do you give them? Um, so this video, I you kind of see me walk through explaining it to the client. Um, and then you can kind of, you know, steal from that and use it as you please to incorporate into your, uh, your, your systems and processes. So that's coming, working on it. Um, I, I'm not going to necessarily call it a win, but it's just, you know, it's, it's business as usual. I've been with this client, working with this client forever. And spoiler alert, I got this client years ago off Thumbtack and have been working with them every since. And I want to say that this client, and I'll, I'm going to leave the rest for the video, but I will tell you that this client has spent well over six figures with me. Well over six figures with me. If I can take every dollar I ever got from them, I would probably have the ability to go buy a Bentley. If I got it all at once, it would be Bentley money. So definitely Ferrari money. So that'll just give you, and we're talking about headshots. I've only really done headshots with them. So if you think you can't get your foot in the door and, and build a relationship with a client um, that lasts a test of time, it's an example. And in the video, I'm going to break down why, why they chose me. And there are some very big pointers to understand as to why they chose to work with us. Um, and it has a lot to do with me telling you guys to understand uh, the value, what's valuable to your client. So what's valuable to me ain't valuable to them. But if you don't understand who you're working with, especially when it comes to corporate clients, if you don't understand them and what they value, what their needs are, you can never provide value to them. 
So it goes back to a lot of people. I tell people uh, talking about uh, the book, the five love languages, right? I am a physical touch person. I am a quality time. I don't care about gifts. I don't even like gifts. In fact, if you want to piss me off, buy me a gift. I'm not a gift person. Don't bring me a gift. Don't bring me nothing. Because I, I hate buying gifts. I do it because people like it. But I don't, I don't like gifts. I don't like cards. If it's a gift, it got to be handmade. Something where if I don't have you, I have that. And it's a piece of you. I, don't, I just don't like gifts. I feel like people always buy me the wrong stuff. And I'll just buy it myself. So get, I'm the guy that's like, just give me a gift card. I'll figure it out. Because, you know, you get family members that, you know, I wanted to buy you a lens. I spent a lot of money on this lens. It was $180. I'm like, you didn't spend nothing on that lens. I can't use that. I hope I can pour coffee into it because that's the only thing I can do with a $180 lens. So no disrespect. I know it's a lot of money to you because you don't know about cameras, but just give me the gift card. So not trying to, uh, not trying to be uh, crazy or whatever. Um, people asking for the Zoom link. Is that Alex asking for the Zoom link? Alex, you're not invited. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> give me a second. It, it, once you, uh, I'll post the Zoom link. I'll post the Zoom link. Give me a second. Even though you're not invited. But you are invited. Just you, personally. Everybody can use the Zoom link except, no, Alex shooting with a Sony now. Come on in, boy. Come on, get on in this room now. Nah. Get on in this room real quick. I'll post it in the community as well so people can uh people can uh join join there as well. But usually when you whenever it's a live event, if you go to pre-register, it'll pop up with everything and give you everything. But just in case we ain't there yet, it's all good. I will also post this in the community so that people can jump on in and we can chop it up. So um give me a second to post that. While I'm doing that. We got a hand up, Rodney. Let's hear. Let's hear your W. I mean, you know. Oh, there you go. Okay, there you go, Alex. Okay, Rodney. Let's hear. Let's hear your W. All right, I got actually. I got to get back to work here in about like about two minutes and change, so I'll try to make it quick. Okay. Um, but I can still talk. I can still talk. In check. Uh, <laughs> facts. Right here. Oh, you cheating? But okay, I'm gonna let you have it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, first and foremost, let me say thank you to everybody, including yourself, that took time to give feedback on the question that I posted in the group uh, in regards to a meeting that I had with a client on Monday. Mind you that um, some of the feedback came back a little later than the meeting itself, but it was definitely well received, definitely well received. Uh, long story short, closed a $9,000 deal. Nice. So... We are we are doing subscription-based service. Look at look at my boy. I love you, Alex. You know that, bro. I love you. So, yes. I'm yes, sorry, yes. you got you got two minutes. Get I'm it, sorry. Rodney. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. It's a good day to be happy and celebrate. Appreciate you, Luke. Uh, we're doing uh, micro content for them. We are doing a three-month subscription, uh, three grand a month. Um, and this actually started out as a beta client, mind you. And it, it definitely helps uh, to nurture relationships, to care, to be sincere about that mess, to show up with folders, with prints out, printouts of the brochure that you had made for them. And they're like, yeah, I had um, a question about the, uh, the, the brochure you gave me last time and the coat. Yeah, we got you right here. Here you go. Any other questions? Let's make notes. 
we're talking. Yeah, if um, I want it to be simple, I don't need to be flamboyant and go all you know to the hilt. So you don't want Spielberg. Cool, we got you. If you can do Casey Neistat, something along those lines. If you know who that is, it's like Casey. Yeah, I know Casey. I know who Casey Neistat is. I, I actually ended up calling him Stacy by mistake throughout the conversation, which I was like, let me back up, cover my butt. Like, yeah, I saw Casey he was in the Super Bowl commercial. This and this and that. He's good people. Told the story about Will Smith. That way, I can kind of get my credibility back a little bit because he just laughed about it. <laughs> but um, we laughed, and the cool thing is this: he actually invited us out to Top Golf to pay the pay for Top Golf and lunch for us. Uh, embarrass myself because I, I don't play golf, but I will be learning because <sighs> deals are made on that golf course, bro. Absolutely, deals, absolutely, they are made. And um, we did the handshake. You know, we asked some questions, going back and forth. What you need from us? What's your expectations? Black people. Um, it's like, well, if you're gonna take what's up here and make it happen. I'm like, so basically do the impossible, got you. And I made some joke about him and roofing, but same thing clients would ask him. He just kind of laughed about it. But we're like, okay, cool. So non-refundable retainer, half down, remainder that spread out over three months. Does that sound good? So 4,500 up front? Yeah, okay, we can do that. And mind you, we did have the discussion about pricing changing in the future. The one thing I did do that we talked about as far as make sure I don't do in the future is that we are going to honor the price that we're currently at right now if they want to do one more extension. But after that, and I gave them a breakdown, I was like, look, you know what our prices are. Even just for a video, this is how much it would have cost for one month to do these 30 videos for you for short form content. And he's like, cool, no problem. We know prices go up. No problem. All right. So we good to go? Yep. All right. We'll get that contract out to you. And there you go. Businesses get it. Yep. Just, it, it was it was a good day. I just want to say uh it's just funny how uh you know Rodney cash checks. He come on here with the fro all perfect, a MacBook Pro in his chest, drinking uh drinking wine out of straw. We, we you know what I'm saying? Last week he he had a Capri Sun, he had a toe up wife beater, his hair yep. was, you know, all kind of places. But this week he cut a check. He on here, uh, you know what I'm saying, with a MacBook Pro in his chest. Wireless, wireless uh, juice box. It was a wireless juice box last week. Yeah. I couldn't even afford the son. It was wireless. See, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, I'm just see what money do to you. See how you, see how you different. <laughs> <laughs> see how you start acting different. You get a little change. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what's up, though. <laughs> That's what's up. I like that. I like that. So, you said um, three months. Are you doing, are you making contact content specifically for a platform? Um, or are you, is it for multiple platforms or their website? Great question and very beautiful question, as a matter of fact. So uh as it stated on the invoice or on the brochure, it was TikTok-ish, okay. but we said any platform you can do it on. Uh the way it's gonna work is that we're gonna do 30 bits of short form content, 60 seconds or less, and then four. YouTube videos or Facebook or whatever that are five minutes or less. So and so four nine by sixteen and four and three sixteen by nine, pretty much. Four mobile, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is, is that we do not have to worry about the management of the social media platforms or the content. Uh, one of the questions they actually asked, which I thought was interesting, I was like, "Yeah, it's up to you, bro. Do what you got to do." If I want to repurpose this content excuse me, and say, for instance, I got a customer that calls up 
that ask a question that one of these bits of content can answer, uh, what's the situation about that? How do I go about doing that? Can I utilize that content? And Luke, I pulled out one of your statements about, hey, this is what we make the content for. So if we were to agree to do this for a commercial to be aired on TV, don't be chopping that stuff up. This is what we're making it for. Mm -hmm. But in this situation, we're giving you the content. So you do with it as you please. If you want to insert it in the email to help improve efficiencies, then so be it. It's like, cool. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Now, let me tell you the next upsell is managing the, the, the yes. YouTube. That was one of the options. Yeah. So we had the, so we had three options. We had the one that he went for. We had one that was less content made, but we would manage it for him, answers and everything. And then the step up from that was bigger package. We would do 30 bits of content, uh, short form for YouTube's, and we will manage it as well. So I'm, but I'm going to tell you, moving forward, leave the mm -hmm. management a separate add-on. So okay. per okay. usually per video, like I do a per video, but if you're buying a package of videos, it's the price. Because I'm going to tell you how easy it is. You'll get access to their YouTube channel. You'll use chat uh, GPT to create their video um, description and title and keywords. And then you will also create the thumbnail. You can either hire somebody off Fiverr or create it yourself. Um, so, and and, I, and there's different Fiverr gigs where you can, or you can use Midjourney, but there's different Fiverr gigs where you can get somebody for $10 with a 24 hour turnaround. But if they're pre-planned, you can, you can get them all. Go ahead, Alex. Alex, I know you want to jump in. I recommend for the thumbnail game, like just have like two or come up with two or three templates, yep. which is like a background. Yep. A picture of them that that because you st study thumbnails on YouTube. So I'm gonna tell you what I did. Like, like and then that. like titles and that would and, and you know title styles for the for the three different thumbnails and that way it's super easy. Like I, I've got a podcast client that I make her thumbnails, but like when she came to me, she already had branding graphics. I just take the background that she gave me. I get the image of her guest. I come up with the title that I think might stop the scroll. Boom, boom, boom. Thumbnail is done in five minutes. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to add to that because that's great. What I do is whenever I go and get a thumbnail designed on Fiverr, I pay the extra $5 to get the source file. And then I drag and drop and hook it up. Now, when you go get a thumbnail design, you can say, hey, create me a template that I can use multiple times. They won't charge you extra. They're going to, it's the same as paying for the source file. So create me an area to put text, create me an area, you know, where it's background and they'll make it where you can drag and drop stuff. So I've, I, I've done that, um, a lot. And then I'll create, I'll save that template for that client. In fact, we'll have, let's say three different styles or they got three different styles of video. Let's say they're a restaurant and we're doing front of house videos. We're doing host videos and back of house videos. I got three different templates that are similar, maybe three different colors for the same client. And the client is paying for a thumbnail and for me to use chat GPT every single time and to upload their stuff. And I'm, I'm getting keywords from there. And the reason I'm going to tell you another upsell that you want to add, put this in your back pocket because it's your second bullet, right? This your second bullet right here. Make sure y'all paying attention. It's the gym drop. The way I usually sell that is I sell the idea that we are managing the video. So what we like to do is we like to post a video. 
We like to watch it in the first 24 hours. And if it's not performing the way we think it should, we like to make changes to the video, such as a different title, such as a different thumbnail, which rarely you're going to change the thumbnail. But so, so not only are we uploading the content, we're not setting it and forgetting it. We're watching it to see what works and, and we can make changes if things don't work. That way, when we look at a few of your videos or over time as we're managing your account for this first run of your videos, by the time you hire us for the second run, we'll have data to know what videos perform better than others. So that when we come back to the drawing board, we can say, hey, you did a video like this that did well. Let's do more of that. And that helps your success. So these are these are things that don't don't put it on a package that's tied to more videos. Put it on a package that's that's a that's a click box for for every set that you offer. So you can come in at bronze and add management. You can come in at silver and add management. You can come in at gold and add management. Kind of a price per video type of thing. For me, I was doing two hundred and fifty dollars per video extra which they got for videos. That's a thousand dollars. It cost me $30 to get thumbnails my made. Up. Huh? I need to take my price. Got to take that price up. Cause, cause I was doing, I, I, I do it for the whole month and, and I was doing 500, but 500 to 750, depending on if I was uh, uploading their podcast too. <laughs> I'm doing 250 an episode. Cause, cause I'm gonna tell you because I, we're, we're watching that episode. I got somebody babysitting your channel. We're looking at analytics. We're looking to see how big of a punch it's having. So, so, and then I'm gonna tell you another little, so I'm gonna give you another little, I'm about to give you a little more game, little more game. You can put this in your pipe and smoke it. Listen, you can go to companies like, um, there, there's a there's a bunch of companies that you can use to boost videos that are very cheap. I think one I use recently, let me pull it up right here. I got it right here. It's called VFly. V-E-E-F-L-Y. You can you you can add a $10 boost to your video and it will yank your stuff up and give you subscribers. So if I'm charging a thousand dollars for four videos, if I put a $200 budget on two videos or, or, you know, split up the hundred, you're going to see mad traffic to that video. So it makes me look like a freaking genius. The client is getting, um, they're getting, you know, real views, real subscribers, real likes. Everybody is happy. So, you know, keep that in mind. That's just something you can use. Thank you. That's just something you can use. So that's just a little, you know, you you get that little extra mustard by showing up here and you're talking to people who did it before and wham bam. That's that's that should have paid. That's that should pay for your gold membership for everybody. There you go. Um, hey Ty, is that cross platform or is it just for YouTube? That company is just for YouTube. But okay. I but you're talking about management. So I'm, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. So my two fifty is YouTube. You want to add Instagram? That may be another $50. You want to add Nine TikTok? Items. That's another $50. <laughs> you want to add LinkedIn? That's another $50. You want to add? I wouldn't do LinkedIn. If I they would. if if they want it, I'm going to add it. I'm not I don't I I I'm not going to tell a client that's where you I think you should be, but if they want us to upload it and we got to title it and we got to add thumbnails. Well, 
there's there's mo- there's multiple reasons why I wouldn't why I wouldn't do LinkedIn, and it, we can go into that later. I'm I'm just gonna put it out there that I I wouldn't do LinkedIn coaching. Do you think it's Do you think it's uh, performance reasons? No, it's it, what it's one because you increase the chance if you're going into their account, you're increasing the chance that the that the platform might flag you. Uh, because they don't like people that LinkedIn is really overkill about like bots and it's against the platform rules to have somebody, I mean, people do it, but it's against the platform rules to have somebody else manage your account. So if like, just by happenstance, when you're logging in, they're logged in someplace else and they're out, you know, whatever they got going on catches it, you're increasing the chance that their account could get flagged. Okay. I have a solution for that. I'm glad you said that. My guy, I got a solution for that. Hero Post. Hero Post has a relationship um, with LinkedIn. So you can post on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all at the same time. Tumblr, Reddit, all at the same time. So Hero Post will let you get away with that. As long as you do, see, if you go in, if you sign in through their account, like there are certain social media management systems that you can use that has, um, What's the word I'm looking for? It has all the API logins where you're not looking, you're not, you don't look like somebody that's logging into their account from six different IP addresses in six days. So it's not saying you in Albuquerque one day and Dallas the next, or one minute and Dallas the next where it's flagging them. As long as you have a management service, which Hero Post, Hero Post is dirt cheap, one-time deal. What did you get that with, AppSumo? Uh, no, no, Hero Post is by itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's HeroPost.io. You got an affiliate code. Ah, uh, let me see if they got one for me. Let me see. I'm, I'm logged in right now. No, I might. Let me see. Invoice package change. Let me look into that. I may have a watermark post. I don't think they give you an affiliate code. They don't like you that much. Let me see if under account. But but um, let me see. I'm gonna check and see if I got enough. I don't think I got an affiliate code. I don't think they like me like that. I don't think they giving they ain't giving nobody nothing. Heropost.io. Check it out. Uh yeah. They even got a page where you can do link in the bio and then you can go to your link page. They'll give you that for free and all of that. But I like it. It's working. Uh it's it's cheap. Um, so definitely check that out. But that that may be because manual login, you don't want that. Or let me tell you another thing, and I don't know if you've tried this or not. Um, have you tried logging in through 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 the LinkedIn business? Because LinkedIn business is designed to handle multiple users. I don't go in through their personal account. Let me see. I don't I don't go in through like a regular uh yeah business LinkedIn. I don't go in through a regular sign in because that's where you're gonna have issues. LinkedIn business is designed to have multiple users under one account. So you shouldn't get flagged as much as a personal account where, you know, for, for safety purposes, just like right now, if somebody, you know, somebody logged into your Facebook page and then Bangkok and you just logged out in USA, they're going to be like, Whoa, something ain't right with LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah but, but business wise, you should be fine through the business account. Just like you can go through business.facebook.com and then you can somebody can give you access to to manage their page. That's how that's usually how I gain access. Like somebody's going to either give me access, and through that access, I'm gonna use Hero Post, or through that access, I'm able to log in however I want 
Um, but they have to have a business page. If it's a personal page, we got a problem. Yeah. That way, we're branded with here. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoever was speaking, go ahead. My bad. Oh, it, it was just that me, loop? but it's not with TikTok. Yeah, it's that way with TikTok too. Um, you don't want to use a personal account, even though there's some advantages to personal accounts on TikTok, but um, you don't want to do it for a managed account because they will flag you and they will be like, dude, you're hacking this account or something. Like something's happening, especially if you're in another state from your client. They'll be like, what is going on here? So yeah, definitely business accounts works on every platform as far as I know as well. Yeah. And what I was going to ask as well, is it branded this like um, Hootsuite used to do where it will show you like, you know, hey, this is posted by Hootsuite or is it no. just clean? You can't tell where it was coming from. Like it was native to the app. Um, Usually oh. mine is native. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it on anything. Okay. Good, good. But you know, different. But I, like I said, I charge per platform. Um, you know, it, it's up to you. You can say, hey, if you buy YouTube, I'm gonna throw in whatever. It's however you want to package that value proposition. If you buy Instagram, I'm gonna throw in TikTok. Whatever, however you want to do it. Um, but different stuff. You know, different, different. I got an app on my phone that I use. That's called. I'm gonna tell you what it's called right now. It's called a uh, hashtag expert. Where you could say, hey, I want to create hashtags on this topic for Instagram. Or I want to create hashtags for TikTok or Facebook. And it'll just give you, I can't show it here. It'll give you a bunch of hashtags based off of what platform and what I'm trying to come up under. So I'm trying to come up under dentist. Here's a bunch of hot hashtags. It'll even tell you don't post right now. Wait to 9 a.m. or wait to whatever. And that's a that's a yearly or monthly subscription. It's called hashtag experts. Really good. All you need is one client and pay for it for the whole year. Yeah, and another tool, if you're going to be working with YouTube, that well, there's two different tools that you can get. Um, there's, uh, shoot, I'm two, just TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy, that's one. Yeah. And then and VidIQ. One that I like. VidIQ is I the like one that I like. I like VidIQ better than yep. TubeBuddy. I just switched from TubeBuddy to VidIQ as well because they've implemented a whole bunch of AI. Yeah, they have. And and you can do stuff like you can test titles, you can test thumbnails, you can, you can uh, they they recommend posting times. They do a whole bunch of stuff that Tyler's been talking about. TubeBuddy used to be dope, but YouTube changed something and they lost a lot of features, like the ability to copy and paste um, info cards on like every video. Like you can't do that anymore. You used to be able to set up info cards to pop up. And then copy it from this video and paste it to a bunch of videos all at once or update the uh, descriptions on every single video all at once. You can't you can't really do that anymore. So I don't know what's up with TubeBuddy, but uh, VidIQ got me. I'm, I'm switching over to VidIQ for sure. Yeah, I've I'm, I'm been on VidIQ for years. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think you up next, Alex, with your with your W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so speaking of LinkedIn. Um, just signed the deal this week and got the deposit for a $5,500 deal to shoot an event that came from LinkedIn. Nice. Um, you know, because of the content that I've been posting. So 
like a dude that I've been connected to for a few years now on LinkedIn, been seeing the content that I've been posting since the beginning of the year. And he hit me up like, hey, you like you don't just do editing, you do video production. Right. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, well, my company got some events coming up this year um, and we tried to go the cheap route with, you know, hiring a videographer here and an editor there. And we weren't really happy with the results we got last year. And and I was like, step into my office. Not even ready talking. Not even ready to get bust over the head. Yeah, and and so this, so and, and this is gonna take me to friggin' Vancouver for the first time, for this first shoot. I will admit there is a there is a L that I took on this deal, which was my fault, and I should have known better. But I'm gonna put it out there for everybody so they can learn the lesson. When I sent the proposal, I forgot to put in it. That travel was separate. Damn! <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good punch. Yeah, I took the L on that one. That's that hurt. I yeah. feel it. I feel it for just lo- I just lost eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, because that should be travel. It should be per diem. It should be food. I told like when we when we got to the point they was almost ready to sign the contract. I. Like after, because because it wasn't. I had already sent the proposal, and they had it. They had already seen the pricing, and and it was after that because I I did it too fast, and that's when I remembered I forgot to put that in there. Um, because lots of my recent proposals have been for shit in state, so Car- didn't have to. Carlos said, that. "Is there no negotiating on that?" Well, I told him because this is this is only this is supposed to be the first of multiple deals if they like the work. Cause they're already talking about another event in DC and maybe more after that. And I was like, and I, and I told the dude up front, I was like, look, I forgot to put this in the proposal, which is not how I usually work. So I'll take the L on this one because I forgot to put it in there, but in future deals, travel is a separate expense. Alex, let me tell you what you should have told him. This is, this proposal is with the assumption that you all are providing travel. That's what I would have told him. So this is the price for the event. How am I going to get there? That's what. That's how I would have phrased it. Even if I would have sent it and forgot it, that's how I would have phrased it. Um, another thing too, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna share this with everybody. So again, when when you stick within your niche and you got your multiple proposals set up, Tony, why you gotta play me like that? I gotta play you like that. I got no, no, no. You this different. This different. You you gonna like no, this? Tony, Tony in the chat playing. Oh, he got the. Oh yeah, he got you with the uh, with the crying Jordan. So so look, if you if you doing any type of travel, create a separate proposal for travel, like a template. So I got a photography template, and then I got a travel photography template, which has the section for me to fill out whenever I'm doing it. So that way you that way you know you you don't forget it. Stop it. Get some help. Gave you the full court Jordan press. He did give you the he got you the bunch of crying Jordans. It's all good. It's, he owned it. It's okay. It's all right. But I'm still make money, so we good. We good. And you get to go to Vancouver. Yeah. That's how Alex gonna be at the airport. <laughs> Cold blooded. Alex, you going to NAB? Uh no, I will not be able to. Damn. Well, I mean, you know, you know, if I if I hadn't if I hadn't screwed myself out of eleven hundred dollars, you could have been there and turn up. <laughs> just got to get you a client out in Vegas, man. Somebody out there. So it's all good. It's this, you know, we'll we'll turn up for you. 
Yeah. And um, I don't remember when the last time I was on here. So, so in addition, I've also signed a couple other clients on monthly retainers from LinkedIn. Uh, they're small, like, you know, like $1,200, $1,200 each, something like that. But, uh, you know, we doing it. That ain't small. That's big money. That's big money grip. But yeah, definitely the, the focus on LinkedIn is paid off and, you know, going to keep doing that. You're like, yeah, I signed about 10, 11, 1200 jobs. There's <laughs> nothing. Change. But then you lose $1,100 and it's the end of the world, but you sign. That's, yeah, that $1,200 is both sides, both sides of the fence, you know, it's, 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 it's nice. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's definitely some dubs. I like that. And, th- and, I, and thank you for being vulnerable with our audience and sharing that, that L because. Well, I don't want anybody else making the same. <laughs> there, there's a few and people the thing, that's quiet. Is, I know better because I travel I, like in the last 10 years, I've traveled all over this country for companies and I have never once paid for it. <laughs> there's about two or three people that's sitting here in this audience that didn't did that. They don't want to, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to feel it right now, but there's some people that's like, oh, I did that before. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those who haven't, now you know, and no one's half the battle. G.I. Joe. That's right. So you got to, you know what I'm saying? But these are things that we got to, you know, teamwork, make the dream work. Because somebody right now got a proposal that's supposed to go out and they probably forgetting. And and they, when they think of travel, they thinking of planes and but I'm saying a, a place is an hour away from you. You still need to put travel charges on it. Oh, yeah. You still, you are, everybody here should be charging a travel charge. Whether it's $20 because you're within five miles or whatever. You should be, travel should be on your invoice. Mileage. Mileage, and- absolutely. You, your price should not include going there. There should be a, you're, it's okay to, Tra- travel on your invoice my travel base price is 50 and it's on the invoice they get it they see it they have no problems with it no problems with it so travel should be up on your invoice it should be right up right right above taxes it should be travel it should be like 50 dollars. so don't uh don't don't feel bad it's okay travel should be on your on your junk so Feel free to put that on there, $50, whatever you want to charge for travel fees, but it should be something, uh, it should be on there. All right. So to make sure if you're traveling outside of your, whatever your designated area, 10 miles, five miles, whatever, you should be charging for travel. All right. Whatever it is. So everybody, everybody understand. They get it. They got it. I'm sure we're going, you know, it's something that, you know, Got to remind ourselves, but on your on your template, when you create your template for your proposal, just put a section down there for travel. Leave it at fifty dollars. Set it, forget it. Unless it's far, you'll remember. You know, if it's outside, if you Google it and it's an hour away, you'll know that you need to make changes. So, make sure you do that. Uh, real quick before we get to Micah, because he's up next, I'm gonna say this for those who didn't come in the room, who wasn't here earlier. I have a survey that I really need everybody to fill out today. I really, really need you to fill it out. It helps me give you guys more of what you like, need, and love here on this platform. It helped me develop features. It helped me understand what I need to do to make you guys happy. So it's like 10, 15 questions. 
I just need you to be as trill as possible and fill it out. And, uh, you know, and we can be cool again. All right. So, you know, that's all I need from you real quick, real easy. I posted the link everywhere. Um, please make sure you fill out that form. I got like in total, I got like 10 people. I need like 2 million. I need a whole, a whole bunch of everybody. Cause there are some really good questions and some ideas, some directions we thinking about going into. Um, and I need your feedback on that. All right. Up next is Micah. Hey, well, I got that on my mind. I did fill out that survey earlier. Um, and the, the idea of putting contracts in a subscription, I'm not sure how exactly you're planning on that, but I don't think that's a great yeah, move. Don't do that. I got an, I, I got an idea. But if you want to go for it, I'll subscribe for a month, download all the contracts and probably cancel that. But but it, I got an idea to maybe no. incentivize an annual plan. So okay. if you sign yeah. up annually, you may get it. So things like that, but not monthly, yeah. nah. And then just in general, I'm never a huge fan of subscriptions. So if yeah. there's an option to, as long as you leave the option for one-time purchases, yeah, then... Yeah, yeah. We're cool. I, we, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm still. I'm on a fence. I'm playing with it. We, yeah, it's it's just something don't, that don't we, go Adobe on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's something that it's something that I'm thinking about. Like it's uh -huh. the the thing is to make it more affordable, right? Because I because yeah, the biggest complaint sense. I got is I like your stuff. I just I don't got the money to be there, and it's cool. Sometimes half of me is saying. If if you know you got to spend this to get in the game, regardless, you can't get in the game without a camera. You're not going to be doing this for real if you got a $500 camera. You're going to spend at least 1500 to 2 grand for a camera. You got you know, and this is going to be this is going to make you way more money than that camera. So sometimes it's like, do you want to you lower your prices, you let in people who you you a Walmart crowd instead of a Target crowd. And I I like Walmart, let me say that, but it's a big difference in the people they attract. So it's you gotta, called Tajay. That's right. You so you got to find where that line is to keep the riffraff out and get the people who are really serious about doing this. So that that's all. You know, you don't want people who just want to act like they're doing it. So that, but the survey yeah. helps. So if you guys get a chance, make sure you uh make sure you rocked with this with the sir. Plus, yeah. the the more people I can get involved, the more I can give back. The more I can invest in more courses. And having a team to go out and just, all right, these are the courses. Y'all go film it. Let me go film. You know what I'm saying? The more I can give. So that's the goal. But, you know, we, we, we'll talk about a little bit of that after we after the wins. We'll, we'll chop it up about that. All right. Um, so for wins, I did another shoot with that client on Friday. Um, so just kind of still rolling with that big bundle thing that I got them on. So we're everybody's happy there. And I was able to talk them up to a couple extra cameras. And I got some contractors i've started building a network i i built the website and then i have like an application on there uh for people that want to be added to my contractor network mm -hmm. kind of thing and i've just been sending that link out to a bunch of people and it just i use uh i think that one is just with the squarespace built-in forms but it just sends it all to a spreadsheet and then i'm making an email list of contractors so as a job comes up i need to people for or something i just send out an email and it's first come first serve i've got half day and full day rates on that and stuff so i'll give you um, a tip to automate that if you use mailchimp you can link that uh that squarespace to a mailchimp uh email list and it'll automate it 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's worked pretty good. I had to get two contractors for this last job and um it all worked out good. They were both uh beginners, like no experience, but both super good, uh jumped right into things and figured it out. One was this older guy that just kinda enjoys dinking around and so he jumped straight in and started helping. But um other nice. win is I joined my local chamber of commerce and um made some connections there already. Uh they have every Wednesday they've got a they call it the chamber coffee and it's just a coffee meeting type thing. And uh what are y'all saying? Michael with the rod and you shot. <laughs> okay. Uh sorry my tra- train of thought just got derailed, but Oh, um, so this chamber coffee, I went to my first one this morning and connected with a few people. One lady's going to, uh, email me this week because she's really looking for social media presence and content for that. So, um, yeah, so just kind of growing with that, got my website built and launched and stuff, got business cards with QR codes on it. And, uh, I did my own dynamic QR code, if that makes sense. Cause you go to a service and like, we'll charge you 15 bucks a month for a dynamic QR code. I don't do that. I just sent it to a landing page on my site that I can reroute anywhere. And that landing page captures all the analytics and stuff that I need. I'm like, that's, it's a free static code. And then I can have it reroute anywhere. And then I I would say either do that or pick a subdomain. So like code.yourwebsite. And then you can always reroute that subdomain to whatever page you want. Mm. I never pay yeah. for a service with a QR code. It's an app that you can get called QR something. I'll look, I'll look it up while you finish it. It's an app oh, that yeah. you can get. Yeah, and I got a different QR code for the Chamber of Commerce members. I kind of have some deals for 2023 with Chamber to try and get my foot in the door, some discounts and stuff for members of the Chamber. So um really excited about that. So nothing big, but just kind of a steady steady grind getting it going i uh, got some yeah just kind of branding and stuff in place for that and everybody was that is big everybody i talked to was interested today yeah. i guess so it's, yeah. there's the, not really much like that around here because we're a small town <laughs> so you the man that is, that's huge that's good chamber of commerce is gonna open up a lot of business for you man whole lot of business it's gonna it's gonna give you referrals it's gonna give you everything especially if mm-hmm. you can what i would do is i would um I would, if you can get what like, depending on, again, what your niche is, if you can get with a contractor that work with a lot of people in your niche, I'd be like, listen, dude, mm-hmm. I take care of you, but you got to introduce me to all of them. You got to, you got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to refer me to everybody, like 10 yeah. other people. I'll give you a discount. Don't go free. But, you know, I posted yeah. a link to an app that I use called iQR codes. It's like $14, but you can create unlimited QR codes. What's dope is you can add your mm-hmm. logo to the QR codes. You got colors. You can hook them up. So you ain't got the regular QR code. You can hook it up. That's That one's on Windows. I mean, on um, it's not on Windows. It's on Mac it's systems. On iOS. Okay. Um, but I'm sure there's a Windows version or something. Yeah. yeah. In regards to the niche thing, I was mulling it over and talking a lot with Jim, and he's in a pretty similar um, demographic situation as I am where it's like a town of less than 10,000 or so that right, we're right. primarily marketing to, um, until we can grow beyond those borders and go farther and wider. Um, but so he, he said to at, at least in this town with this brand, just keep it broader than what you could do in like a Dallas or a Denver or something like that, because there's, 
he said you'll niche yourself out of business if you go too tight with it i mean there's just uh, not the business I'm, to support it i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you why i disagree with that i'm gonna tell you why i disagree with that because usually if you if you do something similar one is going to be difficult to market you, you're not going to be able to market to anybody because you're you're open to everybody and People are smart enough to see that if you film for this, you probably film for that. So again, I've marketed headshots, doing corporate headshots, and got brought in for video. So the goal is to get your foot in the door with whatever's the most popular in the area. You you're gonna get you're gonna get mad clients from it. Don't don't feel like you'll ever niche yourself out of something um, because because the the client is small. Let's say you work with mom and pop shops here i'm here to work with mom and pop restaurants you're gonna have more than enough business from other people who see what they do the hard part of being broad because the the pool is small is your marketing is not effective you just you can't do effective marketing so i'd rather get 30 percent than get none and get three percent um so and and i used to feel that way i used to feel like well there's not a lot of people here i don't want to I'm going to be honest with you. That's the fear of everybody who don't pick a niche, big big city or not. I'm scared that I'm a, I'm a niche down and I'm going to not have enough of enough business to make it. Whether they're in Dallas or they're in a smaller city, they just feel like if I niche, I'm missing stuff. And the opposite happens. When you're broad, you don't look like a specialist. So it's just it's just more difficult to know. If you sit down with a marketing company and they're like, okay, who is this website going after? You know, what keyword should we target? Um, what, what should we, what is your ideal client look like? And you don't have those answers. You're really just throwing money out the window. And a marketing company will love to take your money to A, B, C, D, E, and Z test stuff for six months while they blow your money, trying to figure out who will respond to it. Instead of you walking in saying, this is my ideal client. This is who I want to go after. And, and remember, like I said, you're going to get a lot of low hanging fruit is you gonna get a lot of layups that come in. Like, do y'all can y'all do you think that you can? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you'll you'll be able to do more just being more focused. Um, So I, I feel the fear side of it. Um, I just know for sure. Anytime somebody has said, OK, let me get laser focused so I know where to direct, you know, I know who my brand go after. You will get that and a whole lot more. You know what I'm saying? And it, but it just feels it feels scary. I'm not going to lie to you. I get where the fear coming from. I'm, I, I totally understand. Um, and, and, you know, your mind tell you to draw back and be as broad as possible. But just don't go super, super niche. Don't don't pick a bad niche. Don't do, you know, puppy maternity shots. Um, but pick something that is the most popular in your area. And as you go to uh, these meetings, you're going to see there's a lot of contractors, right? Every every place got contractors. Every place got to lay concrete. They got to build something. They got to fix something. Every place got plumbers. No matter how big or small, there's some plumbers, there's some auto mechanic. If you focus on one contractor, all contractors will will like what you do. So, you know, the, the last thing I would tell you to do is just be super broad. And especially in that situation. I know, you know, it's scary as hell, but um, I would rather have 10 people that really fit what I'm doing. Cause really all you need is 10 solid clients. That's subscription. You need 10 clients that, that, 
that um that Rodney just landed. You need 10 $3,000 a month clients. So out of 10,000, all I need to do is appeal to the right 10 people and I'm good. Now they're going to refer me to everybody and their mama and I'm going to make money off that too. But you need, you need 10 solid clients. And with those clients, you work with them over and over again. The idea that you need to bring in a new client every month. It's not, I'm not going to say it's not realistic. It happens, but you're going to make money off your, your same clients over and over again. If you focus on customer service and being exactly what they need, your same 10 people going to rock with you. I got 10 solid clients that do $340,000 a year with. Now, I may have five or six more clients that come in and just, you know, may get a big job here, a small job there, but I got 10 solid clients that's worth 350 a year. 10 people. You know what I'm saying? Now they refer me a lot. They refer me a lot and I get a lot of phone calls. I get a lot of emails. I get a lot of people filling out forms, but I rock with 10 clients and I'm just being real with you out of, out of a city like Dallas. I got 10 people. Everybody else's bonus money is, I call it blow money, boat money. You know what I'm saying? But my 10 is who I, I cater to and I rock with and I make sure they good and they keep me busy. So just, just, you know, the choice is yours, but I'm just saying I've learned that not niching down, especially in a smaller pond, it's just, you know, it's just harder to do. It's, it's harder to do when you need to be laser focused and every single bullet count. I need to be a sniper and make sure I, you know what I'm saying? I, I look at, and I'm after every person individually almost. And in a smaller city, what's dope is if you kill it for one person, the word get around. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know everybody. So referrals are huge in a small city. So if, you know, just because your your brand is is designed to work with lawyers, people going to ask you, hey, we got, can you, yeah. Hey, we was thinking, can you, yeah, we can do that. So, you know, I would just take that perspective uh, just mm-hmm. in consideration. You know what I'm saying? Alex going to come in yeah, and drop his I'm stuff all- and leave. Yeah. Like I said, I mulled it over, but with, I mean, I've been hearing that from you and reading that from you for a couple of years and then talked it over with Jim a bit and just, I'm pretty comfortable with the approach we're taking right now. And Jim thinks it's a pretty good idea and he's making a killing in his town. So I'm going to roll with that. And then I have kind of, I mean, the door is still open to be able to have like sub brands with tighter niches, like my secret ingredient media. I mean, you'll see the website I posted, I sent it in chat. It's not my secret ingredient media company. It's a more, it's my broader media group, but then like my secret ingredient media can be my, you know, luxury restaurant company or something. If I can get into those markets, especially like in Sioux city or Sioux falls, which are a bit farther away, but let me just give you a little, a little contrast. I was working a, a, a a liquor expo this week. uh, And I met, a, a video production company that only works with liquor and wine brands. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're, they're doing a damn thing. Their shit looked great. I'll also jump in and say that um, when companies look at you and you have a niche, even if they're out of your niche, they're actually going to think that you're a better business person slash a better business than a 
otherwise. So like we got a call from a fortune 500 that's way outside our niche. That was my win last week. And um, it's weird because I, I think part of the reason, I don't think they ever would have called us if we weren't in a niche, even though it's a different niche. I think if our company was broad, there's a lot of companies that are broad that rank for the same keyword that should have gotten that call first. Um, and I think the reason that they didn't is because they do everything. And this company was just like, uh, you know what I mean? They're just like, uh, you, you do like everything. Like we can't, we'd rather ask these guys if they do that along with the other two things they do. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I, obviously I don't know that, but I, I do feel like we've gotten much higher quality leads even outside of our niche niching down and we're not even fully niched down yet um like we haven't even what is your niche? home builders home builders and uh like associated services and it's only video ads and uh what we're calling video assets right now until i come up with a better word for it um but like two types of evergreen videos and then ads and that's it for builders and home services i'll give you something to try Create subdomains for your website. I see you posted like like Upward uh, Media Group. So create, you know, let's say hypothetically you do home, homebuilders.upwardmediagroup. Create a page that's dedicated to just home pay, home builders and then share that with them. Right? I have different that's QR codes. That's the plan codes. for marketing is marketing, marketing to different niches, like specific niches. But like my, I guess my website is something that's a bit more acceptable for like if i'm going to the chamber i mean there's there's two realtors maybe and there's you know one little furniture store here one this or that there and so handing out a card with a website on it and stuff they're able to go there and it's not going to be something completely foreign to them i guess but then when it comes to like advertising i will target more specific niches in the area if that makes sense so i'll have landing pages for that also, are you thinking about um, more the client services side? Because the yeah. other thing that sounds kind of difficult to me in this situation is that how are you going to service any type of client that comes to you? Like, um, like some things, sure, some things are rather universal, like a live stream event for might be the same for every industry. I'm not, I'm not super sure, but. Um, I would feel like in general, when a company comes to you, they're going to have individual needs based on the industry. Like I've certainly seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, like what Ty talks about, you got to come, you got to come a different way to a builder and to a plumber and to a lawyer and to a, uh, a retail clothing store owner and to a restaurant franchise owner that owns multiple franchises and to a hotel owner. They each need a different type of person. I just feel like it's going to be hard to, it's going to be hard to switch hats that fast. You know what I mean? It's going to be hard to buy and, you know, metaphorically uh, own all those hats, meaning know all of those different client types and how they operate and how to treat them. It's going to be difficult to know that off the top of your head to begin with, but then to execute it and to jump between from one niche to the next to the next. I mean, I don't know, man, like personally, this has reduced our headaches to the point where like, I'm only taking out of niche stuff if I really feel like they're going to be a great client or a great fit. And 
it's like maybe you're out of our niche, but maybe you are a similar type of client otherwise to our clients. Maybe you have similar value as a client, you know? Maybe you value transparency. Maybe you value reliability and redundancy. You know, maybe you're not in our niche, but you value what we do. And so perhaps we could help you with that. Um, but I wouldn't personally want to jump between, like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I wouldn't personally want to jump between one to the other to the other because I've done that and it's exhausting. Like, I've gone to sales meetings for three different industries in one day and it hurt, man. My head hurt at the end of that day. I was like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. Like, that was one of those days where I was like, man, is this even, am I even right for this? Am I even cut out for this shit? Like, just a warning, like that can make you feel that way when you may in fact be very much cut out for it. Just nobody's really cut out to be 10 different personalities in one day, you know? Plus you got to think of systems and processes, proposals for every other, you know what I'm saying? Like when you go down that path, it's just like, ugh. It's just, you know, yeah, I mean, it comes, up, it comes out like that. Like you have to, you basically have to have a cookie cutter process that you use no matter what the industry is. And then they kind of end up at a disadvantage because if they worked with a specialist in their industry, like the food, the liquor and wine guy is going to know a lot more about how to market a liquor and wine company and what to offer them service wise and what they need in the contract and all of that. They're going to know so much more about that than someone who's only done one liquor and wine brand and the rest of their brands are all over the place, all kinds of different stuff. Like it's just hard to nail down, like you said, a system and process for that, um, especially for customer service, customer acquisition and uh, accounts management. It's just going to be really difficult. And even more so, it's difficult to train an executive or an accounts manager, a salesperson to actually take on your roles in those things because if they have three accounts in three different niches, they're going to be like, dude, I'm sorry. I did real good with the roofer, but the restaurant guy just hates me. I don't know why he hates me. He just hates me. And it's like, dude, I don't know. Like maybe he doesn't like the way you dressed or something. Like I have no idea, you know, it's hard to know. So even things as simple as asking the right questions in your intake form can become just harder. You know what I'm saying? But again, like I said, I, the, the choice is yours. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just, what I would do is I would be super niche. I would look at if there's five contracting companies in my area and I'm, and I know that with a beta client, I've talked to them, they doing 2 million a piece. I'm going to try to land two or three of them at 10, eight, five, 3,000 a month. And, just and there aren't five, there's probably 10. Yeah. There's probably yeah. 10, 20. Like even I live in a really small place that's not at all full of businesses and there's probably 30 general contractor type businesses and 20 roofers, 10, 20 roofers. And you know, not all yeah. Oh, there's, there's hundreds of handymen. Yep. Don't even get yep. me started. I wouldn't even go with that niche though. Cause those guys are broke for the most part. Yeah, They're yeah. begging for jobs on Facebook. I see them all the time. Um, but yeah, like there's flooring companies, like there's five, six flooring companies, you know, everybody's got competition, even in a small place like this, like we got, Every, every one of our clients has at least one competitor, which says to me that there's, there's money available in almost any niche. And granted, ours isn't super narrow. We're not going just roofers because there's not quite enough of that to that total adjustable market is a little bit smaller than what we want, but we're still keeping it within like, all right, well, we're only working with trades then. Like if we're going wider, we're only going wider within the trades. Similar stuff. Because these people, whether 
you know, if you're a roofer and a plumber, those guys could go to a bar together. You know what I mean? They could be friends. They're similar people most of the time. And so, but yeah, I, I just, you know, that's just me, man. I mean, I, I've found that the niche thing is simpler. I resisted it for a long time, but it's so much less friction. I don't think I can ever go back. Like now, whenever I think of a market opportunity, I think of like, oh, how could I make a niche brand for that? Like I was just telling Carlos earlier, I was like, well, if I, if I end up doing more live streams, I would just make a live stream brand <laughs> and I'll outrank everybody for live streams fast, like six months that I'll outrank everyone and they'll never catch up. Um, but like, yeah, that, that's just, once you get, it's almost like addictive. Like once you, once you see the lack of track, the lack of friction in a niche market and the lack of competition, the farther down you niche, you start to be like, whoa. Why would I, why would I stay where I was at? Why would I stay fighting for the same five bids that everyone else is fighting for in the same exact way? Like it just, you know, I don't know. To me, it just makes a little more sense that way. But yeah. Thanks. I'll take all that under consideration. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, we just we just here to we just here to play devil and angel on both shoulders. You know what I'm saying? That's that you know. That's what the fam is for, just to be there to say, well, what about this and what about that? But I definitely feel you, you know, and you know your area best. You know, you know what I'm saying. You know how stuff is in your in your area. You'll be able to evaluate it and say, okay, this is you know this is the route I want to take. Um, but I I've been you know in a similar place, um, just different location, and 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 again, like I said, I'm not gonna keep beating the dead horse, but I felt like, man, I got to keep my options open, like. I need to, I got to get something. I got to get a steady flow. Let me be open and available. Um, and you know, I've learned just like, man, that wasn't, that wasn't the right thing to do. Looking back hindsight, that's, that's just what I got from hindsight, but yeah, but definitely keep us posted, man. We'd love to hear, you know what I'm saying? Especially with you going to the chamber of commerce, you're going to meet people who may pull you in a direction that you may not even thought of last week. Like, man, I never, you know, these guys saying they need a lot of help, you know, and I, it's, I met three of these guys at this meeting so, you know, it's always good to to meet people and learn about different um, industries. And and you, you land on something where it's just a, man, it's just a cash cow. Like, it's just a lot of opportunity there. And you got the key to the city. You know what I'm saying? You got what they need. You you the, you the, you the, you the, uh, the crack dealer and you walk in a room full of crackheads and your pockets is loaded. So, you know sometimes that happened but yeah definitely keep us posted on that bro i'd love to hear it uh who up next ray just from an aesthetic hey. side would you want to look at my website sometime and give me your thoughts yeah yeah i, I did you want is it the one you posted i think i pulled it up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. all right thanks That's... oh no problem go ahead ray what's going on Yo. bro? Uh, can you hear an echo? I'm actually connected to the JBL speaker because <laughs> no, I was listening to music before. No echo on my end. All right, cool, cool. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I joined probably like two or three uh, months ago. I'm supposed to be doing like uh, product photography and video. I ended up getting a studio. It's like 450 square feet. So, um, so essentially what ended up happening is like I haven't been making as much money as I would like doing other things. Or like renting out the studio, mm -hmm. so um, I guess I'm just gonna have to turn into just like, um, how do I say it? Like I guess like selling myself. I guess in the sense of like just doing sales. Like 
I have everything, like all the equipment. I have the space. I have blah, blah, blah. But I just really, I'm just really bad at sales. So, um, but it's been helpful just hearing people's stories and stuff. Um, I have like a discovery, like call list that I finished like two or three weeks ago. Um, and then this week I finished like using the contract for the company that I work for right now. Um, and I mixed it in with your server subscription, um, contract. Um, and so now I have that. The last thing I just need to do is just make like a deck, um, to like, kind of like know like what to talk about when I'm talking in a discovery call. And I think that's really all I need. And I already have a few leads, like, um, subscribe to like a beauty box. And I found some brands there um and yeah <laughs> let me let me ask you two questions and, and I, I gotta ask for the sure. first question and then i'm gonna go into the go second for... question first question is okay is, is is have you watched module one of the master course i think i did it's so i watched a lot of this stuff like months ago but i haven't really like because i mean i'm an artist so i was going like i keep on going back and forth between like music and video but music is not gonna make me money um, I tried doing like passive money by being in pure space and that hasn't really worked. You 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 know you know by your credit card bill if you got module one. You know if so. Uh because let me tell you why. Let me let me tell you why. Uh why that's so important. Because because often as artists, we're all over the place. Right? Because yep. because the artistry is first. To us. To us, the artistry is first. Um the the goal of module one is is I tell people you're going to hate me before you love me because we got to strip all of that out and we got to build the business. We we got to understand what what we want to do. We got to pick something and then we have to find a client base that needs what we want to do. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have to build a brand that naturally attracts that client, which is which is more than possible. Right. Nike attracts yeah. hoopers and basketball players or runners, depending on what they're selling. Um, you can look at any brand and kind of determine who their target audience is, right? Sprite got more of an urban feel, basketball players, and Mountain Dew got dudes on BMX bikes and doing skaters, skater dudes. Like, you can look at it and tell. It's just made for that. You know what I'm saying? The old yeah. guys are cracking a beer, sitting on the bed of their truck. Everybody got a target audience. So with what we do, which we always feel like we can do everything, and that's fine. Like, regardless of what you can do, it's about what you can sell. And who needs yeah. it, and and how they value it. I some people value a music video for a couple hundred dollars. Other companies value a talking headshot for ten thousand dollars. If yeah. if I'm aware of that, I don't want to shoot music videos, fam. I'll do that when I'm bored. I'm going to get this ten racks for ten minutes. Um. So yeah. so it's so important to 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 understand the value that we offer and who is that valuable to and then building a brand to go after them people. Some people don't, don't care about a Toyota Supra. Like some people just don't care about it. It, It's they'll, they don't care. They'll use it to get groceries to other people. It's the greatest car on earth. Some people don't, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So once you understand what you want to do, and who value it, you got to build a brand that's all around what that person value, what that target audience value. And if we everywhere, 
we it's just not going to be a value. You don't want to buy your chicken from a place that sells seafood, chicken, and every. You want to buy your chicken from a place that sells chicken. You want to buy your seafood mm-hmm. from a place that sells seafood. One time I went to a, it was like a, uh, it was a place that sold, it was in Vegas. It was a steakhouse. I think it was like a, it was something weird. It sold like three things that was just like, this don't even go together, fam. Like, how you going to sell like pig feet with Chinese food? And like, it was just weird. It was just like, this don't go together, bro. Like, how you going to, so what we offer is so important that we lock down who, who is our target audience? What do they like? What's mm-hmm. important to them? What what do they value? You know, uh, so that so that we can sell sell it at the highest value, and that's the number one thing when we're all when we when we want to do everything right because we know we can do everything. It's just you can't yeah. sell everything to everybody unless you're the cheapest, like Walmart. Um, it's best yeah. to specialize in something. It's it's best to be, you know, uh a store that specializes in car parts like AutoZone instead of Walmart mm-hmm. where you can get a sandwich, some McDonald's, some bologna, and, and a few car parts. The only reason you go yeah. to Walmart for some car parts is because it's cheap, and that's it. Like, you don't go there to talk to somebody that can point you in the right direction. You go to you go to, you go go to to AutoZone for that. And if you really want to get real, you really want to get the best, you go to the dealership. So that's three levels of places that offer the same thing one is charging four hundred dollars for a muffler the other is charging forty dollars for a muffler the other is charging four dollars for a muffler and as a as a business owner you have the right to choose which one you want to be but you got to invest in yourself to be that to be that dealership you got to be specific to bmws only you got to look like a bmw dealership you got to dress like a bmw dealership you got to talk like a bmw dealership so, so that's kind of why I asked you about module one, cause it kind of, it, it'll, it'll help you understand how, how narrow you got to be to be successful, to close bigger deals. Cause people spend money with specialists. They don't spend money with generalists. Like you just, mm-hmm. you just don't, you don't, you know, you go get a TV at Walmart. It need to, it need to be a 70 inch for $400. But if you want the best yeah. TV possible, people who want to spend eight thousand for an eight K, they're not going to go to Walmart. They're not even going to go to Best Buy. They're going to go to a place that specializes in quality home theater systems. And and more than likely, if they spend an eight thousand for the TV, they spend an eight thousand for the surround sound. They spend in five thousand for the insulation. They spend in uh two thousand to get the room padded for sound. Like they're spending a whole lot more than the guy who want a four hundred dollar. 75 inch tv at walmart they, they want gold plated cables like everything about them says quality and all you need is two of them clients a year to make it instead of 20 walmart clients per day to make it and it's really all yeah. about and how it's all about how you position yourself for success how do you position your brand what do your brand look like if i go to your page and you do everything you walmart if i go to your page and mm-hmm. you specialize in home theater systems I expect to spend $20,000 with you. I'm okay with it. I feel good about it. I got the best. And there are people who want the best. But there's a lot of people who want the best in every aspect of everything. There's people that's buying $100 bottle water. They want the best of the best. That company mm-hmm. is not going out of business. They're selling water like crazy because they have a demographic of people who want the best of the best. 
There's people that buy mm-hmm. stuff that can't. I know a lot of people got smartphones. They got iPhone 14 Pro Maxes and can't even use it. They just got it because it was the best. So mm-hmm. the goal is to build a brand to put yourself in position where you attract them people. Um, and then you can grow your business like that. Like, you you know, you're working smarter, not harder. Yeah. Well, that's that's originally kind of like what I was trying to do with the studio. Um, but I I don't know if I can exit the Zoom to send you my website and stuff, but it's all just like beauty products and skincare. Because yeah. um, that's what I do my job currently. Um, I mean, are you looking to, just, to focus on creating content for beauty products and skincare? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've been dragging my feet. Um not wanting to go down that route because um, it's not as fun for me, but it'll definitely fund the fun stuff. Yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> I, I, I'm not crazy about shooting interviews, but they pay. I, the, with, the, with the extra money, I go shoot all, this, all the passion projects I want. That, mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's what it's about. I mean, but, but you have to, you, you know, in that industry, the people who make the hiring decisions they have things that's important to them. I need to find out mm-hmm. what those items are and I need to make sure that I present it. I present those, those items, whatever they value, whatever that is. It can be fast pictures. It can be well-lit pictures. It can be, you know, whatever they value. I need to find that out so that I can be the best at providing that. Then, yeah. I, can, then I can rake, I can print money at that point. And, and that's yeah. the part <laughs> about business that I think we're such creatives that we want to create and we don't think about, you got to just be raw and think about the money side. Like either you're going, you're going to be the one playing or you're going to get played. There is no in between, yeah. like, you know, either you're on top or you're on bottom. There is no in between. So at least understand yeah. the value that you offer with your content, right? At least understand like, Hey, this company's going to make an extra $500,000 this year because their pictures came out perfect. You know, 20% more people are going to buy their product because of their, the quality of their picture. Mm-hmm. I, I need to understand that before they pay me $200 for something they're going to make 200000 off of. Yeah. And, and if you don't understand it, they're not going to help you understand it. They're just going to happily give you your $200 and tell you you did a great yeah. job. And you know what I'm saying? So it's so important to make sure that the business side is the leading side. It's what is what fuels you and what drives you, and you know making your money so you can go shoot whatever you want. I'm the same way. I want to go shoot National Geographic. I want to be in a bush shooting squirrels somewhere in the desert. I would love to do that. But well, I my buddy, my buddy lives in New Zealand and shoots stuff that looks like National Geographic. And I always text him. I'm like, dude, yeah, like dude, like I would love to. Oh, yeah, it, and he's not even a professional photographer. Like he's just he just does it for a hobby. And I'm just like, man. <laughs> when you when you show people stuff they can't see every day, everybody looks like a professional photographer. That's why that's why on all the ads for cameras, it's never regular stuff. It's never street photography. It's mountains. It's stuff you don't see. It's rainbows and it's stuff you don't see. Everybody's white. Yeah. Everybody's a good photographer when you got mountains in the background, and you know what I'm saying beautiful environments everybody can do dope stuff you know what i'm saying all i got is raccoons and uh you know a few rats to take pictures of and everybody know what they look like so i can't make those look glamorous you know what i'm saying yeah 
Sure. Uh, I just set my website, but uh, thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, anytime, bro. That's what we're here for. We're here to we're here to to tie these conversations and you know what I'm saying, stick together and and, and grow I, together. Yeah. I actually have a thing for you, Ray. Um, if you haven't checked it out already, you should check out the. Uh, oh, I might cut out here because this is like the worst area of service right by my house. Um, but so if you haven't checked out Hundred Million Dollar Offers by Alex Ramosi yet, highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. Um, I think that'll really help you on the sales side. Um, just because, like you said, you don't feel like you're good at sales and I really feel like that's just a volume thing. Like that's just a confidence thing for the most part. Um, like maybe you're really pushy or something and you got to unlearn that maybe, but most likely you're just not quite confident enough. And maybe the people don't quite feel certain or you don't feel certain even to tell them, you know, 10, 20,000 for this video. Um, and that, so for me, $100 million offers was one of the books that really helped me to figure out how to justify to myself what these sales are supposed to be, what these, why we're offering what we're offering, why we charge the price we charge, what we bring to the table and what problems we solve for the client. Reading that book really helps me to put those things into quantifiable boxes. Um, so hopefully that hopefully that can help you to some degree yeah i'll check that one i'm reading um one of grant cardone's but i can't remember what's the name of it but i'm like on the fifth chapel chapter but here's the talking about like one part he was mentioning like why should like the client get like in like in debt for you and i was like man like i never thought about that but i'll definitely check that one out as well you know how they say luck is what opportunity preparation meets opportunity a lot of it is making sure that the brand is prepared to speak to that client and then getting the opportunity yep. to speak to that client. It makes sales a lot easier when your doctor is selling to you every minute, but you walked in the door hurting. They know that they know that's why you're here. It's easy for them to say, well, I'm going to prescribe you this. You're like, thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? But the truth is you're their target audience and they have an environment and everything about them is prepared is designed to, to be catered to, Somebody that's sitting on their table with a hurt knee, it's easy for them to write your prescription. You've, you've fallen it's right, right down into to the, the track. White the white coat is all a joke. Like they put the white coat on because you, in your mind, perceive doctors as wearing white coats from the movies. And it's completely unnecessary. Yeah, and, and stethoscopes. They don't need stethoscopes. They don't need to listen to your chest. I've heard it straight from cardiologists and electrophysiologists. They don't need to listen to your chest. We have tests for that. Yep. Like, nobody's using their ear they're just putting that thing up to your chest and they're like oh all right sounds good have a good day and you know what i mean and then you walk out like oh yeah i'm doing good you know what i mean they call you two weeks later they're like so we got your test results we need you to come in uh yeah you actually got a problem uh, but <laughs> like they do that just to it's because it's what you what you think you need what you think they are like no doctor needs that white coat like they need scrubs Yep. not white coat but but like, you would you wouldn't even it. you wouldn't trust a doctor that didn't have a white coat you'd be like something's up this guy got on right a lot of times you wouldn't trust the doctor in scrubs in the office even though that's probably the best doctor because that's the only one who's actually doing any right. doctoring in the office the rest of them are just punching papers and 
saying, checking boxes and saying, all right, here's your prescription. Just kidding. My assistant's going to send it out at the front. Go ahead up there and pay them. Um, like they don't need any of that stuff unless they're like operating on you or like wound care or something like that. Like very few types of doctors even need that shit. They're just, they're just in here wearing white coats and stethoscopes and, you know, carrying clipboards because just, just cause, Oh yeah, you guys think you need it. If your doctor walk in with just scrubs, you'll be like, I already seen the nurse send the doctor in. Like, you know what I'm saying? I already seen the nurse. They came and checked my temperature three times. Can you send the doctor? I am the doctor. Why you don't got a white I actually know a doctor. I know a specialist doctor. She's a woman and uh, she wears scrubs because she like she gets dirty doing her job. And uh, she has to put the white coat on over her scrubs so people don't think she's a nurse. They won't even listen to her. Like they have, She's like, look at my ID badge. It says MD. It says physician in big letters across the ID badge. Like, you're in a hospital. I'm not lying to you, dude. And they're like, yeah, no, no. Send the doctor in. And she's like, oh, my God. Come back in the white coat. And they're like, oh, doctor, finally. She's like, I was just here. That, that white coat. When I tell people, you know, in this business to go and get your branding, get your get your van, get your shirts, get your your name tag, whatever, is the equivalent to a white coat for a doctor. It's the automatically you look like you know what you're doing. You look like the specialist. You look like the person I should be listening to. That's why I'm so big on making sure you guys focus on on branding um, and, and branding for your target audience. Cool. Yeah, that that example helps out a lot. I appreciate y'all. Hey, anytime, brother. That that doctor can be like, oh, yo, you all kind of jacked up. Am I? You, you tell you stuff that's wrong that you don't even feel. You got a bad heart, man. Your heart, you got 20 minutes left. Do I, doc? Yeah, I just listen to it. You believe him. And you've been fine all week. You know what I'm saying? You'll be good. But if he tell you that, that, that you know, your heart bad, you're going to sit down and think about it. You're going to swallow whatever pill he give you. You're going to take all kind of shots. We got to run this test and that test. Okay. You were just fine. You just played basketball last night. So yeah. this is starting to sound like a malpractice suit to me, but I, I ain't a lawyer. So <laughs> facts. He going to do. All- hey, there was a, there was a doctor that was doing unnecessary. That was diagnosing people with cancer and giving them um, chemo treatments and radiology treatments or whatever, just to build their insurance company. And they never had cancer. He was prescribing them cancer medication because he was making two, three hundred thousand per per person. And they have found I mean, they have found like 30 people. And this is up in Michigan. I have to find the case. But they have found like 30 people that he had diagnosed with cancer that never had cancer, that was going through chemo, that thought they were in stage three, stage four. And they were like on Medicaid just so he can build a company and make money. And he was just, and he ended up going to prison for it, of course. But it was just, them people believed him. Like they were, they were, they go in for one thing, and they're like, "Yo, you got, you got cancer, bro. Like we, you got to start chemo next week." And they, you know, chemo sucks. Like you going through, you know, dialysis and chemo together. And he was just chemo's poison, man. They, he yeah. poisoned people, like just to make some money. And he was racking up the bill, getting two, three hundred thousand a pop. And oh yeah, chemo is also six figures of treatment. There's absolutely. that too. Absolutely. And it wasn't it wasn't until like one person went and got a second doctor and the doctor was like, "You have no can. You got you're not even close. What is he talking about?" And he went back and challenged it and like two or three other people were sitting in there and he told them like, "Yo, get a second." And like three or four people went and got a second doctor and they were like, "No. Not at all." And I mean, these were people who were 
you know, six months into their chemo treatment. And they were like, there's no trace of cancer here. Like you've never had cancer. So it's crazy, man. But you trust in white coats. It's just, it is what it is. So just something to think about that, you know, it sucks, but this is branding is a superpower. It's up to you whether you use it the right way or the wrong way. There's plenty of people who look like they can all, they can do something and, you know, they buy all these trucks and say, I'm going to go in business to paint. They get the overalls and all the stuff and they can't paint worth nothing. They junk is trash. They mess your house up. A lot of people get gypped on contract. I'm, I'm going to tell you a story. Matter of fact, let me tell you a story real quick. We're going to go to, we're going to go to Jedi. I'm going to tell you a story. When years ago, my mother killed me for telling people this story, but it's, it's freaking funny. Years ago, she hired a contractor that was referred to some her, to her, right? And this contractor was going to redo the tile on our bathroom floor, right? Contractor came, charged this mount, whatever, redid the tiles on the bathroom floor. Brand new tiles, pretty sparkly tiles. Contractor left, blah, blah, blah. The problem was those tiles were wall tiles. So the minute that bad boy got wet, it was the slipperiest place in the world. You talking about busting my ass between the toilet and the tub? Man, I'm talking about my head was all behind the toilet. We had to cover it in in a, in a rug because it was too slippery. It literally was wall tile. You know how smooth the wall tile. Now we like, yo, this tile is, man, this is, you did a hell of a job. We like it. We had to get that tile out of there because we kept falling. It was wall tile. The guy came in and was like, yo, you got wall tile on your floor. As, as soon as any, it could be humid. If you don't, we had to get the rugs with the thick rubber at the bottom. Anything else, bro, you is, you grabbing whatever. We didn't tow up shower curtains and rides because we grabbing stuff falling. And it was a small bathroom. It wasn't a big bathroom. But we trusted this guy. He had a truck. He had the uniform. He had the clipboard. We're going to, never again. If I see him, his hands on contact. I don't, he probably an old man. Nah, I'm going to knock him out of his wheelchair. I don't care. He catching hands in the nursery, uh, and the, and the, I don't care. He probably get in the memory center. Don't even remember me. He catching hands. Memory I remember care he, hands. He, he catching <laughs> hands on contact. I'm saying I could. I, if I see him on the street, I'm doing a U-turn. He catching hands on contact. I fell so many times in that bathroom and jacked up elbows and head all behind. You ever had your head behind the toilet? It's not cool. It's not cool to ever have your head behind the toilet. If I see that old man, he catching hands. I'm talking about grade A level 10 punches. Not them little, I'm just playing punches that you give to somebody like, quit playing, dog. I'm talking about, I'm talking about them punches you give somebody that was talking about your mama. I'm talking about them, them your, where your energy bar is blinking. Like when you just power up, when you sit there and you, anyway, I'm sorry. But if I catch you, is going down on contact. Um. The views and opinions expressed here is not those of Flash Film Academy. That's Tyrone, not Tides. We'll put that out there. Oh, wrong button. Button I meant to hit was. FBI, open up! Anyway, Jedi, you up next, bro. Hey, can can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. I right, one second. Let me put my camera on. Okay. Yeah, I was just eating, man. My bad. Oh, you um, good, you good. Yeah, you can't eat from the fat guys, man. That's body shaming <laughs> on here, man. And, you know, right. not Marcus. He got the sandwich. He do something strange for that sandwich. I'm going to say what he do, but we're going to keep it PG, at least R-rated. We ain't going to go, because what he doing for that, that sandwich is beyond R-rated. But I'm sorry, go ahead. 
<laughs> All right. Um, well, three uh three quick little things. Uh I do got a win. Um oh first thing before I talk about the win, the uh I, I finally registered for NAB. I booked my hotel and everything, but my flights flights is cheap. Because you know you. I'm flying, yeah, I'm in Dallas too. So my flights is like 140, no, six like $70 one way and then like $50 coming back. So my flight was cheap because it's during the week. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, did you post information on like meetups and things like not, that? Not yet. I'm gonna get a head count of everybody who's gonna be there and then I'm gonna pick a location where we all can fit. Oh, okay. Because if not, we crash right. in Brandy House, and I don't think she wants that. She don't know yet. She don't know <laughs> that though. She don't know that yet. All right. But I got to uh, put her address off her account. I'm just going to send it to Eric. No, I'm joking. It's <laughs> cold-blooded. <laughs> I ain't doing um, that. She'll shoot us. Um, let me see. Damn, you're making me forget my stuff. Oh, my bad. Uh, uh, oh, um, I had a beta client shoot uh, last week. I went to law firm. Um, I finally got introduced to the the owner. Um, the shoot went well. Uh, it was, you know, it's real smooth and the footage came out excellent. So right now I'm just working. I'm possibly going to get somebody on Fiverr to edit it. I might just color grade it and send, you know, when dealing with Fiverr people, they can't get no big file at all. And I'm shooting with the 6k black magic. Send it on. Um, I send them a link with Google, Google Dropbox. I mean, uh, Google drive. I tried that in the past, but sometimes they say, oh, my internet is slow. And if the file is like, you know, I'm sending them like a 50 gig file. So I figured I'll just color grade it a little bit and then just send them a, you know, like an MP4 and just have them put captions and then just cut out the, you know, the in-between stuff. Diamond say, uh, we transfer. I use we transfer too. Hey, did, some of these guys are in like Pakistan. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So they... You know, it's this one guy told me it's gonna take two weeks for him to download that. I said, no. Nah. So I, I'm still I'm trying to find that that perfect guy to where I could just because I use Dropbox because it just works better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm trying to find that perfect workflow and you know things like that. So um, that went well. That was uh that was decent. And the my contact, the actual marketing guy, he's not he doesn't have a lawyer or any type of um. That, that type of background and he's actually trying to hook me up with some of the shoots he actually has a degree in um video production so and he's out there and like part of a union and stuff like that but since he's been working for this law firm he hasn't been able to do his job but he still gets offers so he's really putting me on to you know bigger and better things which is good which is you know one of the benefits for the beta client i'm not sure that's going to be within a niche so you know like what you're saying, if it's a layup, then you know I'll just take that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You're gonna get a lot of them. Let me let me ask you a question. What did uh-huh. you learn? What did you learn from working with a beta client that you didn't know going into it? Like, what are some things that you like? I, I had no idea. Um, hmm, let me think about that. Like about lawyers or anything? Uh, well, uh, should I? Well, there, yeah, I, I'll tell it. I kind of modify it a little bit. Well, the, the lawyer, well, the, my contact who was the, um, in charge of the marketing, he, he was telling me because, you know, he understands what I'm trying to do and he has similar skill set, but he's not that good. But he's telling me, it's like, 
dude, what you're doing is perfect, you know, and don't be scared to charge, you know, this amount because during this time of year, they might just give you their whole, like a whole lump sum of money and just write it off on their taxes. Mm-hmm. So it's best you get in nice with the company. You know, when it comes around, you know, I guess January through April, they might just throw that money at you, like, you know, like 10 grand, just like, or, yeah, because it, it's going to go to, you know, Uncle Sam anyway. Yep. So I've had clients call me up yeah. and say, yo, we got to blow 20,000. Yeah. Uh, we're going to send you half deposit and we'll just figure out what we shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that, that one was, um, was very big because, you know, I got too excited, but, you know, try not to smile and be like, all right, yeah, I'm a, you know, but that, that type of thing is what I know what you tell in the, um, in the, uh, master course, mm-hmm. because, you know, it's just with me, I got to be more patient, just try not to get everything you know, within one week or within one month, just be patient and build that rapport and that relationship. So, you know, um, those, you know, those benefits will come. So uh, what I, what video did I shoot was uh, some testimonials that they have. And the lawyer, the the lawyer actually has a podcast, mm. which is produced like terrible. The, the quality is is trash. He uses a like a foreign overseas company to handle all of the uh the internet and they they put it on YouTube and I think uh, Spotify, but it's all like it's bad. The quality is bad, the audio is bad, the website domain is out of whack, and you're like it's all jacked up. So, you know, potentially, you know, that would be something that I could handle for them, which is which is really, really easy. See if you it's can just, find out what he's paying for that. Yeah. Let me write that down. Yeah. I, I got to figure that out. Because he could be, lawyers pay a lot for everything. Like, he could be paying a, a crazy amount, like 4000 a month. And you're like, dude, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah. So I'm trying to get this thing done, Yeah, you know, and make it smooth. And then I could just, you know, drop that little uh, bug in his ear and just say, yeah, how much you pay for this? And look at this quality. I could just, you know, we could do something together. That would, that would be great. Um, but yeah, it was just some testimonials. Um, but the win, well, I will call it a layup because, you know, I'm still in school and my school, they gave me a layup to where this time of year, a lot of um, Dallas ISD is doing some some stuff. So they're actually hiring me to, you know, hiring me as a student, not like the the company, but I'm going out tomorrow to shoot at some school. So I actually had a question. Um, I'm going to be at a random ISD school. But my question is, how should I take advantage of this? Because, you know, I want to, I'm really just doing, the pay is like nothing. I'm really just doing to try to maximize that opportunity as much as possible. So what I have in my head right now is just business cards and hand them out that are linked to the website. But that's all I got. Um, at a school is difficult because it's going to be, is it like, it's going to be like kids? Is it like a, no, not, no, not kids. It's at, it's going to be like a, let me actually get the official thing. It's like college it's, or, or is it like parents you're dealing with? That's a good question. Because I, I think the, the biggest opportunity is with whoever hired you to do it. Because they have the need, they they are your target audience. They have they they are 
they're they're going to get something out of this content. This content is designed to do something for them. If I can understand what they're trying to do, I can come up with more ideas to offer them. And then I can make more money off of them. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me look into the emails because it was like a blast email that just basically said get paid to just doing event photography. They said no editing, record a little um social media video with your phone, just send it up via Google Drive, just send links and send all your raw photos. And this photography company is handling everything. So there's going to be faculty and staff there. It's not nothing with the kids because it's at night. It's from like six, like eight. Because it sounds like they have somebody hired and they're just asking for extra. Like they're just looking for what, what I like to call starving artists. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. no, that, that's, that's exactly what's going on. So it's difficult because you got to overstep the photography company that's there. And, mm-hmm. and I'm a, I'm a play devil's advocate. I'm a play both sides of it. Um, where, where there is an opportunity, but it's difficult because your introduction to them is in a junior role. It's not in a company role. Right. So it will be difficult for them to say, yeah, you worked for pennies last time. Now we're going to pay you some bread. No, 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 no. You work for pennies last time. You're going to work for pennies this time. We got a, we got a professional company to handle it. What I would try to do is. And I've I've been in situations like this um, where I got the job with Red Bull. I'm going to try to outshoot the competition where it's kind of like hire me next time. Hire me mm-hmm. next time. I'm going to outshoot the competition. I'm going to turn in quality images. Even if it's just 10, I'm going to go maybe shoot quality video, bring your mm-hmm. A game, and I'm going to try to outshoot the company they hire so that they'll hire me next time. That's the only end. It's difficult to look at the crowd there and determine whether or not there will be not saying it won't be an opportunity to take advantage of the people, you know what I'm saying? Meet somebody in network, but they're not there for that. They're there for whatever event it is. It's kind of like you going to the movies to see Black Panther and somebody hands you a card to to wash your car. You're like, bro, I'm not what you, I'm not here for this. What are you, what are you doing? You, you, you in the way. You know what I'm saying? You're catching them off guard. You're not catching them in the buying process at all, in the customer buying, consumer buying process at all. Not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it's difficult. My main target is what I like to do in these situations is I like to learn who people are. If the head of the student body council or whoever, the top dogs in the room, I'm getting the best images possible of the big, the big money people. I call them big wigs. That's, a, that's the code name we call them at Flash Phone Media. Who are the big wigs? We need to get the best images of them possible. Because the big wigs going to say, I like this. Who, who shot this? Get, get him next time. Hire him. These other pictures, they're okay, but hire him. That happened to me, and I got that's how I got hired at, at Red Bull, because I shot I out. Their, their photographer had a 1DX. I had a T3I. I'll never forget it with a... With a 50 millimeter 1.8 fantastic plastic, he had a 1DX with I don't know he had a red ring. It was L glass something, and I and I beat the brakes off of him, and they hired me, and they probably fired him. I never seen him after that, but that that was the angle that I took going into it. So I would say bring your A game, and let them know that we can cover events like this as well. 
Mm-hmm. That's probably the best case scenario. Now, if if you don't outshoot the photographer, you're done. <laughs> They're not going to call you. You know what I'm saying? Or they're going to try to bring you back in the same junior role if you can't, you know, if you can't outshoot the photographer. The good thing is that a photographer probably don't, so he won't see you coming. He probably did a bunch of these. He probably lazy, half-assing it. And here you go, you know, bringing you know, flash or strobe or whatever. Here you go creating a a, a reel or, you know, you bringing it. He don't mm-hmm. he don't see competition coming. So, I mean, that that's because the school board got to check. That That's who I want. Everybody else can't even make decisions. And the school board, they can't even hire you if they want, want to. They got to right. go through the budget, the administrator. The school, the person who, who called you to do it got to check. That's who mm-hmm. I'm going after. So, that that's, if I'm going to do it, that's how I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. You know, and I've, there's different ways to flex. Uh, you know, there's different ways to flex. Bring your biggest, baddest gear, and I, you know, I stand next to the people like, is that what he's shooting with? Amateurs. <laughs> this here is a, you know what I'm saying? I've done it before. I've, you know, but at the same time, I've been outgunned, but still produced a higher level of quality than the person who, who had a big, bad, you know, had everything. So that, if it were me, that's my angle. Step A, mm-hmm. learn who the big wigs are. Step Step B, shoot the big wigs. Provide quality content. I mean, I'm going to color grade them. I'm going to make the colors pop. I'm going to add a little teal and orange to the pictures. I'm going to make them bad boys look like, who is this? Who who took this picture? Get mm-hmm. him in here. That's, that's, that's the only thing I can do. You know, when they turning in regular shots, I'm shooting with my 85 with shallow depth of field. I'm going to bounce a flash off the ceiling. I'm going to add the right amount of lighting. I'm going to get beautiful candid shots with the big wigs smiling and everything. I may catch them looking at the wrong woman and, and say, look, dude, this is this is going on the website if I don't get hired. I mean, don't do that, but you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just kill it. I'm going to try to kill it. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna make them want to come after me, and then you have the website in place, and then you have the branding in place, and then you have everything. So when they do go look, they're like, "Oh snap!" So you think I should go to an event like this in uniform? Yes, absolutely. Okay, just just making sure, just making sure, bro. I am. I I forget we're not on YouTube, so I'm gonna say this. Uh, hope you don't hope y'all don't have any kids around, but I'm just gonna be real with you. I'm shitting on everybody. Straight up. Everybody. And the most and when I say that, I mean I don't mean in a negative way. I mean in the most professional way possible. I'ma be, I'ma be in the right uniform. I'ma be super neat and clean. My image is gonna be on just on beast mode. I'ma have all the gear I got. I'ma show up and I'ma shit on everybody. So when he turn in his pictures and I turn in my pictures, the next time we show up, we're going to switch roles. I'm going to make that company say, who is this? Why, mm-hmm. why we didn't get more of these photos? He only took 10? We got 50 of these trash images and we only got 10 of these? Who is this? Who is this guy? Who he with? What company he with? Oh, his images say such and such production. Okay. We call them next time. Call, get them guys in here. That's that is the that is the only method I see of, 
you know, getting in. Taking advantage of it. Right. Yeah, getting in there. Okay. Right. Because just your luck, you run into a sloppy photographer that's half-assing it, that's did 20 of these, and he don't want to be here. He'd rather be having a beer, and his pictures are half, whatever. They're okay. And you just hungry. I mean, I'm getting beautiful, well-lit candidates of the CEO with a bottle of wine. I'm getting his wife, his kids. I do. Man, I'm going to tell you, I lended a job. So I got hired to cover a company that rented out Six Flags one time. Um, And I got a picture of like the CEO um, on, he was on um, on the roller coaster with his kid. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect. He was smiling. Look, that picture got me more jobs. They told me that picture. They said, who took that? It was him and his daughter just having a moment. They never saw me. I'm sniping 7,200 across the room. I'm tagging. Beautiful shots. Shallow depth of field. Compression from the zoom lens. Perfect lighting. Shutter speed. Caught it in a moment. Perfect motion blur behind him. It was a beautiful shot. It's on my website right now. It's on Flash on Media right now. I yeah, I know the image. You, I know the image. That, you image that image got me more money. That one picture got me mm-hmm. more money. Got me more jobs. If that one picture probably made me $3,000 a pop times three years, you know, two events per quarter for three years. And mm-hmm. that's all it takes. So that's that's what I would do. I mean, that's that's just the attitude that I'm that I go into these situations with. I don't care what photographer you got there. I'm gonna kill him. If there's ever a moment for you to be um, deep into your creative side, if there's ever a moment for you to be this artist, that that's when that's when you be that artist. When you brought in as the underdog, and you and you got to kill it. So I'm a I'm a under promise and over deliver. So that that's just my mentality. And and that comes from me being in the military where again, I'm in a company with 90 other photographers. And we get we all get, you know, they take 20 of us and send us to the same location, hoping to get 10 pictures out of 20 of us, because half them cats took this job in the army because they was they thought it was gonna be easy. And I'm loving it. They used to call me Spielberg because I was bringing it. That was my nickname in the military, Spielberg. Cause when it's when I shot videos, I was bringing it. I'm I'm on the ground getting low angles, and when I do photography, I'm bringing it to this day. So I, I'm just used to the competition. And if you give me a way in where I can legally take pictures, I'm showing up in full battle rattle. I'm showing up ready to go. I'm gonna have my whole photography vest, batteries. They're gonna be like, who who you here? They're gonna ask who you here with. Then I give you a card. Hey, here's this. Here you go. So that, I'm just saying that's just that's how I would approach the situation. Okay, understood. Yeah, yeah. go in there. And cut yeah, I got, I got, yeah, I got shirts. I got that um that vest that they call it like a fishing vest that yep. you recommended a while ago. Yeah, yeah, the photography vest with all the pockets on yeah. it. Yep. yep, yep. I got that. I got two cameras, um, R five, and a. I got a Fuji that I just play around with, but I'll be you know, in that mug, double fisted. Yeah. Double strapped up. <laughs> like, who is this okay. guy? Because you're going to stand next. Because look, if the if the guy they hired, and if he not bringing it the way you bringing it, and you stand next to him, and they like, this the pro you hired? And he the, he the so-called amateur? Who made this decision? Who who did this? 
that's I'm that's how I feel. And and that has gotten me more jobs than I can tell. I can tell you. It's just I'm going in there ready, bro. It's, it's you know, I'm here to steal your job. Period. So mm-hmm. let them sleep. They won't see me coming. I'm I'm killing it. On every I look like the photographer. I'm delivering. Hell, if you got a Sony or a way to get images off your camera, I'm sending the pictures to them during the event. Mm-hmm. Who is my point of contact? What's your cell phone number? Man, I, I, I just sat next to somebody and popped off a few, sent it to my phone, and I like to send it to them while I'm still popping. And, and I love to look over and see their face when they get a picture and they're like, how in the hell? You just you just took this? Mm-hmm. Facts, yes. This, here at Flash Film Media, we provide the highest level of content, the fastest form possible. Flash Film Media. They're like, what the? F-? I love that, John. I'm killing, it's just, I'm, I'm just hungry like that. So, yeah, bring it. Yeah, yep, appreciate it. That's, that's good advice right there. Anytime, anytime. I'm ripping it. Yeah, I'll head let you off. know how it goes. Yeah, please do. Please do. I'm ripping a head off. I'm going in the Lightroom, adding the filters. I'm doing everything. They're going to be like, wow. When, I like when people, I like when I take pictures at places that people were at, and they like, I don't remember it looking this good. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, especially like when I get people that's not photographers and I take a picture of a sunset and they're mm-hmm. like, was the sky, was the sky this pink? Was the sky like, yo, it's, it's popping. Let's go. So that's just me. But yeah, keep me posted. I'd love to hear how I go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do. Thank you. Oh, anytime, bro. Uh, Luke, you up next. And after, uh, after you, I'm going to be done with wins and losses. I'm going to let y'all chop it up. Uh. uh- Dude, I know the mustache. I was just thinking that, Tony. I was just thinking that, bro. I was like, I was like, dang, I might need to, I might need to tone this back. This is a little too narco. It's a little too, uh, a little too narcos Mexico. Uh, with the shirt and the mustache, I was like, oh, this is a little too narcos Mexico in here. Um, that was unintentional, though. I was not trying to come on as a what's his name. Hey, man, um, if you got, if you got, you know, if that's your client base, man, ain't nothing wrong with it. You know, you're doing them cartel. Cartel got a market too. You know what I'm saying? Try to convert New Mexico into just Mexico. Hey, that's right. They Bro, got, it's already there. I don't need to do anything. They got to a market that. too, baby. The cartel got it. The cartel got business. That's a good client to have. You just, you mess up, you're going to be missing. But if you do it right, you pay. Yeah, that, that's not the type of stakes I'm looking for. I'm okay with high risk, high rewards. Just not quite that high of risk. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite. You know you. what I mean? Those Fortune 500s will cut your head off, but not like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to be. Yeah. Not quite like that. Not quite that bad. You'll still have a head, just your business won't. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, no. Um, my wins are pretty simple. Um, just following up on shit from last week. So uh, we got the signature on that live stream, and then we are approved on their vendor list. So they should be paying us tomorrow. No, Friday. They said. Um, so somebody from the payment department is going to call us to deal with that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, that was a big win. Yeah. I was going to say my, uh, my card is ready. If you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, well, my let, card is ready. Let me explain that for the new people. So we, <laughs> we, we rock out with the Amazon cart. You put what you want in the cart. And when you get that sale, you hit the buy now button. So when your cart ready, <laughs> That means you got everything you want in the Amazon cart or BNH cart or Adorama cart, whatever you prefer, whatever your thing is. And, you know, it kind of, if you do it right before you jump on the sales call, it may motivate you to really, you know what I'm saying, flex a little bit because you really, you, you want what's in that cart. 
So when that sale go through, you just hit the buy now button. That's just, you know, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You guys are killing me in the comments. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm with a fool. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I got you, Ty. Uh, either way, okay, doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so um, like follow up on that. Um, just like some L's, some lessons from that. That's kind of like that's been my focus, honestly. That and a couple of other like recurring clients for this past week because I needed to basically learn everything I needed to do, as I told you all last week, for that job and figure out exactly the logistics of doing that job for them. Um, so I, I spent the last few days working on that. Um, got some help with the, uh, with the, uh, logistics on that. I very much appreciate it. Um, it's not what you know, it's who, you know, and this community is like, if you're new here, this is who, you know, man, like these are the people, you know, there are so many people in here that know so much stuff that you maybe don't, or maybe don't know as well. Maybe you don't have as much experience with, and it's like, that there's some gold in here if you uh take the time to build some relationships with people and uh you know go back and forth help each other out so uh, i appreciate all you guys but yeah we uh so one thing i learned is that a the margin on that if i can get like three more of those it's not going to be an amazon cart it's going to be an acceleride cart <laughs> um <laughs> but uh, that aside <laughs> That aside, uh, the something I learned was that logistically speaking, you don't have to know everything, but you do have to give a shit. And what Ty says about beating out other people, I'll add this. If you have better customer service and better accounts management than everybody else in the game, you could be worse. Like your pictures could be worse. And like, so that's why I said $100 million offers, because he talks about sort of the hierarchy of need within like an offer. And sure, there's great product. You know what I mean? There's great service. Those are all great. But so much better than that is a starving crowd. So much better than that is, a, you know, a crowd that can't get what you offer somewhere else. Like if they can't get the service you offer somewhere else, they're not going to go somewhere else, because why would they? Um, and so one thing we got praise from the client for the fact that we photographed the location and documented our location scout. Our, uh, so like I did an initial location review just to sort of see what we were dealing with. I'd never, neither me nor the client had ever done a live stream in these locations. They couldn't provide me with enough info. So I went out to the locations to check them out. Um, they're close enough to me that I just drove the 45 minutes and bit the bullet on that, check them out. And from that, uh, we ended up, we'll probably have to do, we got one upsell out of that for sure, but we probably will get two. And we also learned that no one else is providing to the client pictures of the location, an itinerary of what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, what the possible issues could be, and how they could remedy them. No one had even mentioned any of this stuff to the client. And when I mentioned it to them, I'm like, yeah, I took pictures. You know what I mean? I'll send them. It'll all be in my report that I send you. They're like, you took pictures? That's amazing. We've been needing pictures of that. Like, we don't even know what this place looks like because they're 2,000 miles away. They're like, mm. we don't even know what this place looks like. That's so great. Um, and just that little thing, just pictures taken on the iPad. Like, they don't even care if they're good quality or not. They're just like, you got pictures of the location. We love you for that. And I'm like, that? That is how you close high ticket sales by 
giving them a better system. So that was a win. Um, some L's with the locations is just always charge enough. Um, it wasn't an L for us. It was a lesson for me, but it wasn't an L for the company because we charged enough. Um, and I say we, because without advice from one of y'all in here, that would not have happened probably without module one, that wouldn't happen either without module one and module two, we wouldn't have charged, right? Especially without the structure-based pricing calculator. But, uh, yeah, so that charging right helped us cover this, but otherwise we would have been out thousands of dollars on equipment to basically cover issues that the client claimed would not be a problem in the initial conversation. And in the initial, even in closing the contract, the client was like, oh yeah, that won't be, none of that stuff will be a problem. Well, it was all a problem. Every last <laughs> one of those things was a problem. Like not just one, just everything I brought up that they were like, oh, it's not a problem. Yeah, it was a problem. I, I told you, it was told you it was going to be a problem. I know my area, like it's a problem. Um, and so that was sort of a lesson in like, you know, you have to know your niche. You have to know, you have to know what you're doing. And you also have to sort of, plan for incidentals because if we hadn't charged enough to plan for incidentals to you know make sure that we can actually do the job we wouldn't have been able to provide the service to the client that they paid us for it's sort of like a snake that eats itself you know what i mean that was the lesson for me is like if you provide the great service they buy the great service but if you don't provide the great service there's nothing for them to buy and if you don't charge them enough there's no way for you to provide the great service nothing for them to buy they don't buy it your, so, your uh, profit margin margin should allow you to make a few mistakes and still make a profit. Exactly. Yeah. Your profit margin should allow you to make what would be fatal mistakes for someone who doesn't know what they're doing and still come out profiting after fixing your mistake. Absolutely. Like, that's how your margin should be. I agree with that. And it took me, it might've taken me till this job to really see why, because I've screwed up a lot of pitches in the past before joining this, before joining this group. And it's like, so many times I didn't know where I went wrong. And so many of the times it was just like, I just didn't charge enough. Like if I just charged enough, either they wouldn't have bought and I would have disqualified them or I would have been able to cover the problem. But because I did it, I screwed myself. And so that's a little lesson for you guys. Hopefully you can learn from my mistakes and, you know, just go for the big number, whatever you think you're going to need, just take it in two or three exit and make sure you have yourself covered. Cause you know, sometimes you don't think, oh, I might need redundancy for everything. Like for live streaming, I wasn't thinking about like redundancy for the board, redundancy for the computers. It's like, hmm, how much does two MacBook Pros cost? Can you cover that? Can your price cover that and still pay your labor and still pay you and still make a profit? Because if it can't, you could have a, you could have a potential problem there. You know what I mean? If you don't have a second MacBook or whatever. You don't have a second computer. Your price don't cover it. That could be a really big problem. So yeah, I agree. It's that could also be why your price is cheaper than your competition, and you think, oh, I can do it for this. Yeah, because you don't have redundancy. You're not ready for business. And if yeah. you slip, you're screwed. Your your competition is charging double that. That's closing ten times more clients than you do. They they understand that part of business, and that's something that a lot of people don't understand. They just run out here thinking I can do it cheaper, but can you do it better? And also, if you're in here and you're using Ty's contracts, I will give you a small spoiler. You better read that shit. I would read that word for word before you send it out to a client. I would if I were you, because I don't think you fully understand what you may be agreeing to 
by sending out that template to a client. I won't spoil it any more than that. But if you send out that template and you did not read it, all, if you've read it all the way through, you know what I mean? If you haven't, you probably are like, wait, I need to pull it up. And you should right now and read it before this live is over. Read it. Because in that contract, you may find that you may not be equipped to provide what you have promised within that contract. And if you find that, you may just not be charging enough. So that was a real thing for me when I was putting the proposal together as I was like, oh, I did charge the right amount here. Because when I got to the contract section, I was like, yeah, shit, if I agree to all this, I better have all this stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> we better be, we better be right if we agree to all this, you know? Um, and so that's something where it's like, you know, make sure that you you know your contracts, but you also really understand what you're agreeing to. Cause it's like, what is the amount of equipment that you need to provide? What is the amount of, you know. What is the required personnel and equipment to complete the task that you were contracted for? Can you uphold that? You know what I mean? And like, can you really? Um, it, it's kind of crazy because it's like, wow, yeah, no, I I can see why you you get undercut a couple times, but those people go away fast because one mistake and they're out of the game. The the biggest thing you need to realize is stop thinking with your pockets. These are businesses. If it makes sense, they will pay it. And they love to pay for redundancy and have an extra. Businesses want it done right. The first time is money for them. So they'll spend an extra $2,000 not to have to come back and do this again. You probably want what your pockets, but they will. You, you talking to a person that's, that's tasked to getting this stuff right. They're not even spending their own money. They just got to say 4,000 extra just for insurance, just, yeah. not insurance insurance, but just to make sure that one piece of the stream was good to go. And if they hadn't spent that money, they wouldn't have got what they paid for. They're not going to, they wouldn't have been getting what they paid for because they spent that money. I can tell them confidently. Yeah, I went up there. The internet's trash. It won't even run a speed test, but don't worry. I'll fix it. Don't worry. You're good. Yep. Um, but again, you, you really, 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 really gotta, gotta be doing, you gotta be in business to be in business. Like you said, you can't think with your pockets. You gotta think with their pockets. And their pockets care about, um, again, Alex Ramosi talks about this certainty, like the, the perceived likelihood of success and speed, like how fast can you get it for them? Can you do it? You know, can you change this, that, the other thing? Can you, you know, can we reserve an extra day to change on the fly? You know what I mean? Are you capable of that? Are you capable of making your crew switch dates on a 24 hour notice because we reserved it? You know what I mean? And that, that sort of stuff is really where you start to see, oh, this is what big clients value. This is what the, this is what the real businesses value. And it's almost across the board. I mean, that, that's what's so cool about the stuff that's taught here is this stuff is almost entirely across the board. It's, there's no industry that doesn't feel that way. There's no industry that doesn't want, if you could guarantee success in video marketing, you know what I mean? If you could guarantee that your video got them a half a million dollars worth of revenue, most clients would pay you 400,000 because you're guaranteeing them a hundred grand in profit and they don't have to do it. I mean, you would, you know what if I somebody mean? can guarantee you $5, I mean, $10 and you gave them a five, you'd do it. Yeah. You, you keep 100%. giving them, you'll keep giving them $5. The only thing you'd ask is, is this legal? Right. And then maybe, maybe you wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe uh, you, I maybe you do the narcos mustache. Maybe you don't ask. I don't know. If you can, uh, if but... you can flip it, I can tip it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, either way, yeah, it's, you know, if you're, if you're really looking at what the clients value, you're really, you're bringing so much more to the table than just video, so much more to the table than just media that it, it really, for me, the last two weeks have been like, oh shit, like, we're running a business now. Like this isn't just like a video production company or some people, some guys who like to make videos, making videos, you know what I mean? Making ads, running ads, whatever. It's not like, it's less that. And it feels more like, oh shit, like we have to treat this like a business. We have to focus on how do we take care of our customers? How do we, how do we provide the best service? How do we provide the best, um, how do we provide what the customer wants? Like, how do we solve their problem in the way that's better than the competition's way of solving their problem or more efficient or net for net cheaper, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy because the, the shift from last spring to this spring is like, oh, and like last spring, I was like, shit, this is amazing. But now I'm like, oh, I'm kind of starting to understand the patterns here. You know what I mean? Like I'm starting to see the patterns like emerge and I'm like, Oh wait, I can say this and this and this, and I can like feed off of this into this. And that works like on this type of person. And then this works on this type of person and around this time. There's like X, Y, Z. It's like, Oh shit. Well, you start to see the matrix and it you're just easier. like, yeah, you're like, you're like, like the numbers start turning into pictures yep. and you're like, Oh oh shit, this isn't just random numbers anymore. This is something. So yeah. It's, it's was, like it's like quarterbacks on year two. They're like, the game just slows down. It slows down for me. First is yep. crazy. Like, oh, I got to. And by year two, you drop back in the pocket and the game just slows down. I see them wide open. Let me look off. Let me look off the safety over here. Come back. Boom. My, you know, it just gets better. So I totally exactly. agree. And as you, as you, and that's why it's so important. I'm going to go back and hit y'all with this triple, you know, this, this tiger uppercut. That's why niche is so important because you get to face the same opponent over and over again and you know what to expect. You know how to counter his punches because you you didn't fought this dude 20 times. When you don't have a niche and you fighting somebody new every day, it's just difficult to be successful. It's difficult to get a string of wins when you got a different opponent in front of you every single day. But if I know I got a bunch of these same guys, these same lawyers, I'm just in there just blocking punches like it's nothing. So, yeah, yeah I agree. And to be fair, this was out of our niche. But at the same time, this is what I was trying to say to Micah is that, and hopefully he watches this after because I think he left already. But, like, if you are in a niche, like niche A, right, and client from niche B comes and looks at your website and they're like, you're in niche A. And they come and talk to you for whatever reason, you know, maybe their business is adjacent to that. Like in this case, this client works with our clients, our client type on occasion, but they don't, that's one division. Like they don't work with that exclusively. That's not what they would be considered, but somehow they equated what we do with what they needed. And that led them to be like, you know, okay, let's talk to these guys and take us give us more of an expert sort of authority in the call. And I really, like I said, I don't think that would have came without the niche. I don't think that would have happened without the niche. I, I, I don't think I could have niched for this company, but I think that having a niche made this company see us and be like, you know what, that's a good niche for that area. Like that's a, you know what I mean? They're like, 
we know the economics of that area. That's good for that area. That's smart for that area. Let's see what else you're smart at. You know what I mean? And just that little bit of like business to business, like business people seeing business knowledge implemented kind of, I feel like led to them calling us. You know what I mean? It might not have led to closing the deal, but it led to them calling us in some part, um, whether consciously or subconsciously. So yeah, that's definitely, it gets, you know, it gets easier. And even working in your niche, when you're taking the same, you start to see the patterns within the niche and then you can apply those patterns. When you see that pattern somewhere else outside your niche, you can apply it. Like if you see that pattern, if you're normally in ads and you work with builders and you see a pattern from a builder job, from builder jobs that you've seen happen in a live stream call, you're like, wait, I'm seeing the sales pattern here. I'm seeing this persuasion pattern. Okay, I'm going to follow it. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to follow what I would normally do. You know, is it niche? No, but you're recognizing patterns. And by doing the same thing over and over again, it gives you the box to sort of recognize patterns in and to do true analysis in, which without that, you just have too many variables. Like that, that was kind of what I was trying to say. It's like you go out, you talk to a furniture company and a clothing store and a you know boot maker. And I'm giving a literal example of a day that I went and walked into businesses one day. Like that's a literal example, like a boot maker, two clothing stores. Uh, a weird like place that sold like skincare shit, I guess. I don't know, like weird <laughs> local shop. I didn't even know what they do. I just woke, uh, they were next door to another place that I walked in. I had no idea. Um, but then I like walked into an interior designer that day and my head was spinning. Like I was just, I halfway through my head was spinning and I was like, I don't think I'm cut out with this. I'm cut out for this. And at the end of the day, I was like, Oh God, I don't think I could ever do that again that way. Like that, that was, I stopped walk-ins for a long time after that day until I got in here and started, um, sort of understanding what I was doing wrong. But like that, that scared me off walk-ins when I didn't really need to be scared off walk-ins when walk-ins work fine for me. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's too much. Like it's too much to overcome all that. Um, when you're in that tight box, you can really, you can perfect your patterns. You can perfect your selling technique. You can perfect the things that work for you. And then maybe you can apply it outside of there. You know what I mean? It's, it's worth checking at least. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's pretty much what I preach. I, you know, that's pretty this much is what me I say. coming to back it up, man. This is me coming to back it up. Cause you know, I feel like we all got to get on here and do our part to be like, yo, this actually works. Like you, 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 you really, you really need to just try it. Like you don't have to buy anything. Just try this one part. Like I think don't buy shit. The hardest part for people is being disciplined enough to stay in a niche. That is the hardest. That's the hardest pill to swallow. Is staying oh, within me. a niche. That killed me. That that was the thing that killed me. I was like, but I want to do this. But I want to do that. But I've already done this, that, and the other thing. And if I just keep it general, I could just like maybe I maybe I could just put all of it on my website and I'd have more work. No, clients don't care. Put two pieces of content on your website, two examples of work that you've done. Put two examples and two testimonials and a demo reel and you're done. Like yep. you are done. They don't need to see 5,000 clients you've worked with. If it says trusted by Coca-Cola on your website, great. If you can put that, if you have that in right. your arsenal, great. If you have that in your arsenal, you know more though then like you're not just figuring out how to build a basic website if you worked with coke like as someone who's worked for an agency that worked with coke it ain't like that you don't do that when you're figuring out to build your website you, you do that when you're set up um and so yeah it's you know little bit little bit 
little bit of content, a little bit of this, specific text, specific graphics, specific design. You know what I mean? It, it, just a little, little bit is really enough for them as long as it really speaks to them. And it's funny because that's what, that's the principle of advertising that I learned a long time ago is like, if you want success, you have to speak directly to somebody. You can't speak to a mannequin that's everybody and nobody. You have to speak to somebody. Yep. doesn't matter who. Well, it matters, but you know, who is secondary, but it has to be somebody. You have to start speaking to somebody somewhere in order to start marketing. So yeah, it's. And that's what it's about building your brand that speaks directly to that, to that target audience. That's, yeah. that's, that's what everything's about. I, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, who else we got? We got Marcus as the closer. I was going to close with Luke, but Marcus. Dude, bring Marcus in. One up me, Marcus. I I just brought wins from last week. Dude. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus, you got like you got like twelve minutes. I got I got a, I got an eight thirty. So you 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 own, and you got the sandwich. It's all bread, no meat. Got where, the eight thirty purple where, dress. Shark. Where's the beef? Where's okay? That's one. Okay, what about the next piece? Flip the next one. Oh no, you 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 lunchtime. Where's the next one? Look at you trying to hold the plate up high. So you got six pieces of bread and two pieces of meat. You hey, ain't, you ain't you do something. Get like, out. You can get it. You ain't do something right. Uh, you ain't do something right tonight. When you get no, more bread than meat, that I, means I, you, I got you deliver, tacos coming later on. You deliver more bread than meat instead of just meat. sandwiches. I'm getting a full course meal. The rule meal, is when so. you get more bread than meat, that means you deliver more bread than meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there. <laughs> oh, bloody! All right, come on, get them out, Ty. Get it out. I'm just saying, I got a few minutes. Get it while out. We, uh, you know, I've been trying to hit you up all week. You ignore me. Man, I've been, it's been a busy week, bro. It's been crazy, bro. It's been a crazy week. Trying to help your life out. What I too. He did post about the Haverty's or whatever on Monday. That's, that's, so yeah. I, that's started out hard. It's been a crazy week. It's been a, it's been a lot going on. I'm trying to get stuff straight for this. I got 12 birthdays this, this year. I mean, this month I got NAB. I got, you know, my birthday. I got everything. I got all kind of stuff. It's all kind of crap. Oh yeah. Your birthday coming up. Bro. Yeah. I got, it's Happy crazy. I got my birthday, my mama birthday, my girl birthday, my grandma birthday. I got everything. It's 10 birthdays in like a five-day period. Then I got, it's my season. So clients is calling like crazy. I got NAB. I got changes to the platform. It's a whole bunch of stuff. I got marketing meetings. I got a marketing meeting tonight. Uh, but the company is, they're not, they're overseas. So late later. Marcus, but change anyway. your red to orange so we can match, bro. But but Marcus, you got you got another like eight minutes. So I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you have your time. Go for it. Okay. I'm gonna change my light just for uh Luke. So we're we're gonna fix Bruh. that. But don't don't get at me. Some YouTuber told me to buy these lights. Working on it. This guy with the content is the new crack shirt on YouTube told there me you to go. Buy orange lights and Ow. now. I told you to send me your so, social security number too, but you ain't do anyway. Go ahead. I give you mine. I trust you. Oh yeah, we about to air. So, um, it's been bonkers. I am literally burned. Literally, I was burned. I got a great tan going on. Um, me too. From this weekend, uh, so I sponsored two events, um, which has turned into, needless to say, seven other wins. Damn. Okay. That's some good, yeah. that's some good multiplication right there. Yeah. Um, and more, more still coming. So uh, I, I sponsored a autism um, dance, Quite right? Awesome. So I did it just to, you know, bring awareness to them. And these kids have never dealt with a photo booth 
ever mm-hmm. and mine's autonomous they figured it out i didn't have to tell them what to do they're autistic and they're like boom got it and it was it was the parents were crying they were happy the organization that put it on was happy they're like we're going to have you back right being bada boom bada bing and it's now like yeah i got to schedule uh um testimonials but in that we posted that stuff on on our pages and when we started posting the content of that day and we gave them the content that day while like that was something that you uh was in my head ty that you like while you're on set while you're on site oh here's a photo did it blow their mind photo. was their mind blown they were they were dumbfounded it was like magic yeah I yeah love it. they were they so i was like that was the one thing that uh and it was just like a gigantic um what you're doing with your other youtube channel with your car and which by the way congratulations that's a win um you know because i do follow you on your car your car thing appreciate because appreciate you know you're my boy appreciate and it's you, you know appreciate um you. even though i don't i i, I got a hoopty but you know one day i'll get like get like you one day have a nice car however um it was pretty much it was like 250 cars we had cranes we had all kinds of crazy stuff community came together for the kids and um yeah the sheriffs are wanting to call me the mayor wants to talk to me about things and, and events and it's just like all right then that's good that's good that's- Sheriff looking for me too, for, but for different reasons. But that's good when they want to do business with you. Well, it it, it went so far. Like I got people. Like I'm I'm building a proposal right now. A girl wants me to do some dating website photos for her. She's like, I love what you did with cars for kids, and it's just like, sign me up and writing that proposal, and and it's just domino effect of amazing. Cause I started getting my brand right. I started getting my business card right. I got my email set up. Things that you wouldn't think, right? And I sent you that video. Uh, I keep looking this way because my camera's over so here. Good. I'm the same way. I don't got my telephone. So, um, you know, this is all because of Ty right here. All of this, literally all of this, all these awards. Um, it's because of Ty. Not that paddle. And no, hold up, not that paddle. I got nothing to do with that. That's I don't know you what do. you got going on, but that ain't me. <laughs> Everything do. but the paddle, ladies and gentlemen. I don't. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I knew he was gonna go there, Rodney. Don't even think about it. Not I already the... seen you. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm Ty, is that just for when you're leaving the club? I don't know what hey, I I got no comment on that. The views and opinions expressed by this man and his paddle trophies. Wow, I don't know why you get, you're gonna do me like that. I don't know why you get a trophy for a paddle. I have nothing to do with that. I just want to put that it's out. It's because of it's a navy thing. Oh, okay, okay. I, again, I know nothing about it. I'm gonna stay out. I'm gonna Rodney stay away. Knows. From I'm gonna well, stay away from that one. I'm gonna stay away from that one. I don't know if Rodney's gonna back you up on the paddle one. No, he's not. He hasn't been backing me up for months. He actually said, like, "How did you get the sandwiches with more bread than meat again?" But that's, you know, hey. See? Like I've been saying. <laughs> he be doing me dirty the last couple of months. It's all right. He, he just challenged me to grow. It's all good. 
Back in my so, Christian grade school, it was called the Rod of Correction. There you go. He got oh, it. Oh, no. He need that That's, in his house. It was real. <laughs> Jesus didn't go. put the fear of God and get that rod did. The rod, yeah. <laughs> he, that's why he got it on the wall with two stamps on it. I you hope see I'm got, making you, you a see lot got of two money seals? on your podcast. You see, you got two seals on the back. It got, you got to do a lot to get double promoted with the rod. With the, and it got the uh, candy cane on it. So you sweet. They call you sweet rod. Anyway, that's like, the, that's like the stamped up passport of uh, that's the stamped up passport of disciplinary rods. That, that's right what it there, is. Buddy. That's what it is. He got two. He been two locations. The back and the front. He been all over the place with paddling. <laughs> that paddle been, been paddling that paddle been all over the place on him. That's why I got two stamps. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm short on time. Go ahead. The go views ahead. and opinions of Tyrone are not that of Flash Film Academy. Max. Um. So yeah, uh, that turned into that. Uh, my 1099 contractor has been starting to do bids in thoughts of me working with him now of, of just like, hey, I'm going to have you. I'm going to bid you in. And he's now looking for jobs for me. So it's yeah, like that's love. dope. So that's, that's purple paddle power. Uh-uh. Why do you think we got purple going on? There you go. That's that looks real scary. You got good, purple. Right? That's scary. Good. Rodney purple is always purple. Powder. Luke is definitely going purple. No comment. Carlos. The PPP. Wait, Carlos, where is it so at? You got the PPP. Purple paddle. Where, where is it at, Carlos? Where, where's the? Where? Where what? Y'all just you lucky, away? You lucky you're not gonna be in Vegas, man. I'm taking you straight anyway. Yeah, I I can't go to Vegas. Not okay. not this year. It's okay. Uh, not this year, maybe next year, but yeah, those are the, uh, wins I got. Um, okay. Oh yeah. While we were, uh, there, um, on, on the autism, they took a whole case of my, like I had about 200 cards. They took all of them. That's like, good. I'm going to give this out to, to all of all of, I just threw a box in my, my, uh, photo booth. So I just have a stash in there. You know, just in case I forget uh, to not bring any, I have extras, right? Redundancy. That's right. And they're like, hey, I'm taking all these. And bing, bing, bow, going. And I was like, sweet. Let me say this real quick, because I got I to gotta slide at, in less than two minutes. I got to slide, because I got an 8.30. But let me say this real quick. Um, For me, same time next week, we're going to do it. We're going to probably, we'll talk about setting up more of these in the future. Um. Please make sure you fill out the survey. Please make sure you fill out the survey. It's super important. It's super important to the future of this brand that you fill out the survey. All right. I'm just, I'm posted it everywhere. Um, I got you t- tonight. Well, see, we got one person ahead of you. See tonight, tonight that the special host is, is Luke. Um, make sure that you, uh, you all, uh, monitor the chat room that's on the website. Cause it's popping. Even if you do it from your app, it's popping. There's some good questions in there. Um, and I got to slide out because I got to jump on a call in less than two minutes. Enjoy your call, bro. So, Appreciate you know it. what I'm saying? So, um, y'all be safe. I know it's going to get wild. If I can jump back in, I may jump back in. I'm always watching. Just going to put that out there. That's really for Marcus. Marcus, and, Marcus and Crichton. That's really for y'all too. But Because well, we're white? Especially that's a, that's a little bit. That's a little bit. Got a little bit. To do with it, but you just went there. <laughs> to be, you go go there, man. That's a little bit. Whatever. Because <laughs> you, I'm always watching. You know what I'm saying. He's got to keep an eye on. I don't got to worry about Scott. 
ain't gotta worry about Scott, Luke. Scott I ain't gotta worry about Roger. I ain't gotta worry about none of them guys. But I, you, I gotta watch you, so you know. But I got Just a few see. people in here that be that be reporting. But anyway, I got one minute, so I'll right. see y'all in a minute. Right. <laughs> I'll be watching. He's got moles in the chat. That's right. Y'all be safe. I'll see y'all in a minute. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com. <laughs>